again, right? Not this week. No, <laughs> yeah, not this week, period. Wow. Yeah, anything going on. You see the email? No. No. Yeah, I did. From Craig? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did it say? Everything is out of commission. Houston gets hit with these tropical storms, and I would have to basically be on standby when I was doing these network shows. Every now and again, I still am, where they're basically like, hey, man, we got these tropical storms coming through, just so you know. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? Like, what? what so like you the, know. the network could go down. Or, oh, okay. You know, be, be aware that the network could go down. So it was kind of like that in Nashville where we would have um, tornadoes every now and again come through Nashville. So yeah, would be down. And Craig and I was talking to Craig before and Barrett mentioned the email that he sent. They they're paralyzed. Yeah. Nothing is going on at all. They can't get into the building. The network is down. Like I'll, I'll even connect. I don't even think anything's playing actually on the network. If I were to connect. They said they have something like an evergreen show that they're trying. They're trying to get up right now. So it's bad down there, man. It's, it's, they say people are, are, are dying from hyperthermia in their houses, you know, because of this. It never they don't have any coats because why would you have a coat in Houston? Yeah, but why? I mean, Houston isn't like, uh, you know, the, the freaking Mexico, like the desert. I mean, it it's gets cool the down there. You know. No, not like that. It's, 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 you it's don't not have even a degrees. Not down in Houston. It's they not don't wear coats degrees. ever. No, uh, you never had a coat. What? It's hot as hell down there. <laughs> that's out on Houston. You never had a coat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Man. They can have some of my coats. Should we do a? Wait a Let's second. do the Kra- Krause's coats. Yes. Yes. There you have it. That's a Tom Bigby move. Yeah, Krause's coats. Coach we'll the send them to Houston. I clean out my closet anyway. Bro, it's serious though, man. I mean, it's like it's too. It's too. It's to the extent that, you know, people are literally, literally dying in their houses because it's so cold, man. I mean, I, how many? Three. I need numbers. No, at, at this point, it said that uh, I, I saw an email said like 40 people died yeah. yesterday from from being in their houses and freezing to death. Some people are burning their own furniture in their right. places. Right, right. This right? one guy, I looked on, on um, Twitter, this one guy said he went to one of those truck yards and was stealing those pallets, yeah, stealing yeah. the pallets Skids. and taking them back yeah. and, um, yeah. and burning those. Yeah, this is all a distraction to take us away from the retirement of Joe Watson. That's what I'll tell you. More so than anything else. <laughs> Only you can minimize death. <laughs> death. I'm saying I'm saying the snow here. Morning, People, Mom. Hey, I, it's I like got nonstop news this morning in Philadelphia about snow, snow, snow. I didn't get a sniff. I didn't get one little inkling about Are you Joe kidding Watson. me? And the career that he had. It's like the governor of New York says, people die. It happens. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how about how about how about Ted Cruz? You what know about him. He leaves what's going on in, in, in Texas and he's out vacationing in Mexico. Can you believe that? Good. He I leaves. Would too. You can't leave your constituents like that, man. Well, they're going through it, man. And he just go, all right, you know what? Later for this. I'm out. Tombo, baby. <laughs> yeah. He's a spring break yet? Hey, I got a tea time, bro. <laughs> I'm out. Here's the thing. I mean, it, what, what are you expecting from the person, you know, from your selected official in the first place? Man, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, I, I guess I'd be more surprised if he was there. No, man. Come on, man. See, that's why, you know what? 
you have to make sure, man, that you, you take care of the people that, that you're you're in, you're supposed to take care of. Well, how can he? How, I don't what's know. he gonna do? He could take care of them from Mexico just the same. Well, he's what's not he gonna do? Him at all right snow? now? Maybe better, Harry. He's got electric in Mexico. That's what I'm saying. But he's not taking care of him at all. That's the problem. <laughs> that's what. I, that's how I'd spin it. Look, I'm down here where there's electricity. <laughs> yeah, I'm I getting left, things done for you. You see how I this left works? My home, right? so I didn't lose power. Exactly. Wow. I couldn't work for the people of Texas in Texas, so I got yeah. went to Mexico. But no, I am this, using your your. Why not go to New tax Mexico? Money to stay for four weeks just to make sure I'm here, and the grid doesn't have get blips coming back and forth. Right. Right. Precisely. Yeah, but, but why not go to Arizona or New Mexico? <laughs> no, but look at this because they're 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 doing going through the same thing. But look, he goes down there and he's at a resort. Right? How about the people in the resort are cussing him out and wanting to fight him right now? Oh he's yeah, gonna, yeah. They say, why would you leave your people? They're, I mean, they're cussing them out, bro. They're giving it to them right now. The people that are at the resort. I said, that's <laughs> good work by them. You see what I miss when I don't watch the news? This is all new news. <laughs> this is like watching the news. I'm getting I'm getting updated on what's going on. That is crazy, man. And then, you know, it, it, Twitter the past couple of days have been it's been really, really crazy, man. You know, like Rush Lumbar passes. And I tell you what, man, I you know, not to sound racist, man, but I would say 80 percent of the black people on Twitter are like good riddance. You know, they're writing him off. You know, he is he is he's one of the most hated people in the black culture. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. He went after McNabb. Yeah, exactly. 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 So, you know, he is not lost in the in the black community. I'm telling you that, you know, I'm, I'm, I never listened to him. He never said anything to me. I'd be the one to go whoop his ass somewhere. But, you know, he's he, <laughs> I'm, I've been known to go, you know, confront people, you know, hey, behind that keyboard, you look like you're the toughest guy in the world till I see you up close. It's crazy to me, like, in, in thinking about that yesterday, and they were talking about the thing he's with McNabb, that he was on the ESPN pregame show. He was. Yeah. It was like his second week when he did it, right, yeah. Well, I think I'm not, I'm at the second <clears throat> week. I think he was on there a little bit longer than that, but it was early. It was the first yeah. season. Yeah, I know he yeah. didn't last a month, they said. Um, yeah. Right, right, right. But, uh, I mean, why? I don't even understand why they put him on there. I don't know. I can't remember. They've had a bunch of guys on on that. That I mean, like on Monday Night Football, you know, that just didn't belong there. I mean, why? Oh, why yeah, are Dennis they there? Miller and Tony right. Kornheiser, and, right? But I'm thinking, why would you put on a polarizing far right talk show host? Exactly. And look, they're a, they're a very liberal network, so maybe they were trying to balance themselves out. Maybe they can balance themselves out to cover a little NHL for me next. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's <laughs> how you balance it out. That's, that, that's yeah, you that balance out the WNBA in. with a little yeah. NHL. How about and that? I, and, I, I need, and while we're at it, I need to fix the golf channel because it absolutely sucks anymore. Oh, what happened, man? Oh, What's it's terrible. There, it's just awful. They got ri- <laughs> they just got rid of everybody, and uh, you know, it's just the programming that they have now that isn't just watching tournaments is just unwatchable. Oh, so, so they do lost it. all the talent, and they got a bunch of donkeys running the joint. Yeah. So, so if they're not actually showing the sport, right? It's so it's unwatchable. Yeah. Everybody, every every uh, woman it's sounds like everywhere. Mary Poppins on that show yeah. on that right. network. Jeez. And uh, <laughs> they, you know, Rich Lerner. They only have him doing live from, which is still probably their best regular, you know, just studio show. But that only happens for prior to the majors and like the players' championships. So these this weekly stuff, it's unwatchable. Can't do it. Can't do it. 
All right, ruined. Right. Totally ruined. So, so are you so much like a golf honk that like when you get in the car, like you get you get in, you've gotten in my car. I drove you to yeah. work for eight months. Yeah. Uh, and and right. you get in my eight, car. Eight, eight, eight months. Eight months. Said. Yeah. Eight months. It felt it's like eight months. It felt like eight months. <laughs> and when we weren't listening to the JDB show on the ride into work, right. Um, what was always on in my car? The NHL network. That's correct. Correct. Now when I get in your car. Mm-hmm. Is golf uh, network show? radio on? You were listening. You were working. Aton's trying to talk here. No, I was li- listening. To, we listened to JDB. Aton had a question, and you keep talking over him. That's all right. <laughs> no, I wasn't listening to the show of the station I was working for, and you were on it. So get oh, over man. it. <laughs> what, a bad, what a bad teammate you are! Why can I hardly hear Aton? Your Mac is down, bro. What's going on down. here? It's not down. That's that's the thing. I'm it sounds at, limp. It sounds uh, yeah, limp. That's a good way to describe it. A limp biscuit. I can see it. I can see the levels here. Yeah, well, the levels we ain't go. coming through here, bro. Oh, we are going down that tunnel already yep. fast. Yeah, I mean, really fast. Hey, I'm telling you, Jason. Yesterday we went down that tunnel. We stayed down the tunnel. Yeah, we didn't come up for air, bro. We did not come up for air at all. <laughs> We left off when you left when you left on on Tuesday. We left off and came right back to it on Wednesday. Me and Aton going back and forth about him being wrong about Carson Wentz. Yeah, let's re rack that again. <laughs> we about to man. I just don't understand how he thinks that Carson is not going to be at least an average quarterback from going through that type of season. Right, I, I, I can't Why comprehend it. I got Carson Wentz could retire. Now it's even worse. <laughs> now I can really now hardly hear him. What's the setting on the back of that, Chandler? What is going on? I hate to do it to you, Aton. There should be four settings on it. And on top of that. It's getting a little better there. Yeah, it is. Say something now, Aton. Check, check, check. One, two, one, two. It's getting better. It's a little better than it was. No, I, I have. There are two settings on the back, right? There's a setting where you could drop it 15 decibels, where it's like from zero to minus 15. I have it on zero. And then the other set, the other setting is a straight line or a line that like drops to for whatever reason. If you want your mic to Scoop. start out normal and then dip, uh, both are on the normal setting. So I I have no idea. I'm getting another mic. In fact, I'm ordering another mic. You know, as we speak, that's what I was doing before the show. I'm getting your another mic, mic. Sounds good though. Yeah, but I want to get one that I can control from right here. I can. You know, I can I can push the button just in case I want to blow my nose or something. Yeah, you like, like that, touching you know the mic. I noticed. Yeah, that. I, like, yeah. I'm, my hands, the- my hands never come in contact with my microphone. But I, you're always like problem. you're always doing something here. I've always <laughs> noticed this. And then there's a lot of this noise going on, and it'll back away, and then you can hardly hear him. And then he comes up, and he's then he's right on the mic. Yeah, it sounds like this. I, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, every once in a while, I get a text from um, I get a text from uh, Shan. Shan will be like, "Hey, man, could you get up on the mic? Yeah, stay next to the mic." He sounds Don't like he's in, the mic. We're at Talladega, and he's talking. Right. Brad Barrett's like, <laughs> <laughs> now "Look at Aton. What's going on here?" Uh, I don't know. I switched the mic, but yeah, I can't hear mic you. Was fine. I really suck. Can't hear you. Can you imagine this? Aton <laughs> cannot be heard, and he's speaking into a microphone. He is going. He's going down that rabbit hole. He's going fast, but this nightmare. 
This I, might be worse than uh than than uh than the Verizon thing. This is getting worse as Verizon. He's gonna be at that level in just a second. He's I he's th- going his way. He's on his I, way. I think he must have lost a couple of bets last night. Except they, hopefully he took the Blackhawks. Uh yeah. Oh now he's yeah he's back. Now he's back. Yep. Now what did you do? I uh, I don't know. I I didn't do anything different. I just unplugged and plugged back in. I'm I'm it really concerned that this Shure mic doesn't work though. That's Literally, eight times it sounds better than it did on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm not even kidding. It sounds good. You know, look, you got, look, you got a clean connection. Sound. It sound beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> you don't look. No, you don't no, look it, so good, but you sound good. Exactly how it just sounds. I don't know. Hey, Tunis. <laughs> oh, look no, at this. This no, microphone no, was made in Mexico. You think Cruz was out there? Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was down there selling. It's autographed, hey. like it's one of those like the mix that gets autographed. I could see a Cruz autograph on these mics. Hey. Yeah, not Pablo hey. Cruz. No, the, no. The comments they've already said, "Hey, man, not Pablo." I'm out, I'm out with these uh this, this political talk. They're they're out with that already. They were mad. They were pissed off. I got to go up early, um a little farther up in the um the chat. Oh. They're like, "Hey, later for this um." Were we talking Pablo? We don't want to talk about that. We, we we're talking about an ice storm. Yeah, and well, then, yeah, you know, I, it went I, to Cruz. I brought in Cruz, and it was like they were out for that. Cares. You can bring up whatever you want. You just have, you know, you're going to have to talk about it with people. That's all. Has anybody no checked in on Ron? Is Ron, has he survived I haven't heard storm? back from Ron. Yeah, can we wow. get a well, wellness check on Ron? Yeah, see, I don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't even have his number. I heard from was, was Craig. I haven't heard from anybody down there. Jake Asman, I haven't heard from anybody who is in Houston doing their shows or producing or anything outside of, of Craig. Wow, they're really Jake, pissed off because we whooped their ass and then sent them back home. Jake it's Asman snow. could have pro- problems with this weather. You think so? I he's he's a he's a wee man. Well, he's from <laughs> I mean, he's he's not a very powerful man. I don't know well, if he, but, he gets out there and tries to shovel and, and move well, around in the ice. I'm worried about him. You say he's a wee yeah. man. He's a wee man. <laughs> well, you don't have to be a, a you know. You can have a low center shoveler, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well. Uh, he does, I guess. I'm, I mean, I don't know. I haven't checked his thighs out, but <laughs> maybe he does. Maybe he's walking around with trees. You guys on fire now, man. You, guys you think fire, so? Man. I no, I don't. You think you're more right? Yeah, Tony D's in Nashville. What are you guys looking at thighs? Oh, you know what I'm saying? You, why are you guys looking at thighs? But I'm gonna tell you this: men thighs, thick the thighs, thighs save yeah. lives. That's all I know. Yeah. Especially thick thighs. That's right. The biggest thighs I've seen in my life, man. I mean, it's, it's two guys. Hmm. Number one was Jeff Reed, my kicker. They used to call him um, Thighzilla. Hmm. But then Barry Sanders had the biggest thighs I've ever seen in my life for a little guy. Wow. Like Robert I mean, Newhouse. His 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 quads look like, I mean, they. he said, I said, I mean, how big are you? I mean, seriously, man, he's got to get his jeans done. So, I mean, how big are your thighs, man? He said, well, at their biggest, they were 32 inches round, each Jesus. one. Each one. That's a waist size of an average. Right, man. that's what I'm saying. Right. So he's yeah. got to get his specially made, man. Can you believe that? 32 inches wide? I mean, around? That's ridiculous. It's almost my waist. Right. That's crazy, yeah. man. Wow. Crazy. I'm reaching out to Jake, see if he can give us an update. Asman? Yeah. Yeah. They, they well, said he... that about Crosby's quads, too. Like the qu- the quads on that dude are just off. You Crosby's can't got knock a... him off a puck. He's got a big ass, Crosby. Yeah, he's got a hockey yeah. ass. Sanders yeah. had a hockey ass though too. Barry had a hockey yeah. ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He was Barry would have been a good hockey player. Probably. Oh, wait, oh yeah. The way he was balanced, Harry. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yep. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. That's why I say 
those are some of the best athletes in the world, hockey players, because mm-hmm. you're you're actually, I mean, literally on skate on a thin piece of metal going across the ice and you can still stay up. That, that's that's got to be one of the hardest things to do. The yeah, hardest things to do. Uh, like Barry Sanders is built like a hockey player. Mm-hmm. So how do you condition, man? Do you condition mostly on ice or can you, I mean, running, can you get in shape really running for hockey or do you have to be on the ice to really get into hockey shape? Can run stairs, man. Well, you, yeah, you can run all you want. You can get that. You can get in, you know, as bad. It doesn't matter what sport you do. You have to get a certain level of cardio conditioning right, right, right first, right. so right. that when whenever you get start to then dial in your specific sport of, of getting in shape in game shape, whether that's football game shape or basketball, whatever, running the floor or hockey shape, that you at least can handle and push yourself hard enough to be able to aerobically handle it. So yeah, you can yep. do those things and. You can do stuff off ice and even in practice, but really to get in any kind of game shape, you got to get on the ice. Hmm. Yeah, I know. And football is the same way. Because timing, it's, too. It's got to be It's got to be more intense of trying to get into hockey shape as opposed to football. Like football, you can run all day. You can pass a conditioning test. And then when you start hitting and laying on people, you know, then the different. dynamics are totally of, different. Yeah. Pushing, a, pushing a guy that's 400 pounds around, yeah. you know, that's a lot different than going out there and, and passing a conditioning test. Yeah. But I couldn't see myself – after doing all that running, still and, and, and to be able to get in shape on that ice, that's got to be something just totally just different, man. Oh, yeah. Well, totally the other thing is, is dialing your all the skills of the game in at the same time. Right. Right. Now, I've never been a forward, but, you know, I, I've talked to enough guys and NHL guys that so we talk about this all the time. You know, your head has to click in with your hands, with your body, with your feet. And it all has to come together as one. Some people like to come back and their skating is great, but their hands are nowhere near where it wants to be. Some mm-hmm. guys, you know, a lot of coaches now say, hey, we don't need to do a more, you know, a morning skate on the day of the game. It's it's worthless unless you want to. And some players will go out there and they'll just put on their equipment and go out on the ice for 15 or 20 minutes yep. and just stick handle pucks, shoot a few pucks, pass it around a little bit. And then they just do that. Just so they feel like they've knocked off a little rust in the morning, then when they get there for the game, they don't have to do that in the pregame warm up. Yeah, hand eye coordination is, is man, just like I mean, mm-hmm. I, I really notice that when I when when I see them skating, and then the ball goes up in the air, and then they snatch it and throw it back on the ground, or, or the goalies, you know, watching that. That's got to be the hardest thing in the world. I know it's like a football, especially on the offensive line, hand eye coordination. You know, as soon as that ball snap, you mm-hmm. got to come off a of stance. Put your hand in a certain place, replace your hand, you know, push, press. I mean, all that stuff is your is weight's got to be right. Yeah, exactly. Balance yeah. and stuff. But, you know, on ice, man, that's got to be just totally magnified, man. Just watching that puck go. Well, it's so fast, too, because you can skate faster than you can run. Right. right and you can right. skate to a speed and then coast and, and still hit somebody. But, like, it, it is crazy, like the little details and just how you go around certain things and where you place your stick and. You know, it, it's nuts, and those guys are just so good. They're, the athletes are so good. It's all. It's just awesome. I can't, Flyers are finally back tonight. Yeah, oh, how about no. that. Oh, yeah. Alert been, the media. The Flyers are yeah. playing tonight. Yeah, you, you, I know you go through withdrawals. Like, I mean, you couldn't handle yourself, could you? Yeah, it was nice at first, just having a little break, right? At, but I'm like, oh, I'll take a weekend off. I thought it was going to be three or four days, right? At, and now we here we are. I think twelve days game to game. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that what it is, Aton? Yeah, 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 like it, holy it, shit! Let's go here. Wow. Now, t- now the the problem is the problem is that on Sunday you have to go out to Tahoe, mm-hmm. and I I don't know necessarily if just playing this game tonight means that they're in the clear for Sunday. It does. Uh, from what I understand right now, Sunday is a go for them. Mm. Although, if you did notice, I think it was two days ago when the NHL put out their um, schedule updates 
yeah. with the games that are postponed. There was a couple of things moved around in regards to the Rangers. Right. And almost like they were going to send the Rangers out ahead of time. It, to me, it was, okay, let's move things around. If we need to send them out, we yeah. will. And one of the one of the tip-offs to me was that they play Saturday night against Washington. And it was supposed to be a 7 o'clock game Saturday night. It's now moved to noon Oh wow. on Saturday. So they could... If they, they had to, they could time, fly yeah. out there. Yeah. For a three o'clock start Sunday afternoon, Eastern Correct. time. Yeah. yeah. Lost to the Devils. Is it Tuesday that they did? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, we talked about that. It was the Rangers. Yeah. Rangers Devils on Tuesday, right? Yep. So you've got a Rangers team that's on a normal schedule right now, taking on a Flyers team that's 13 days off. Yeah. How can you not fade the Flyers? The Flyers are favored too, I think. Well, yeah. Because here's well, why: the, the Devils game. were off. Oh, for I think the Devils' last game before that game on Tuesday, Aton, mm-hmm. was in January. Right. And they went out and they beat. And they them. won. Yeah. yeah. But that defied the 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 trend <clears throat> is to fade these teams that have been off for these COVID breaks. At least that's what Paul was saying. That was an outlier. What? Yeah, I don't know about that. The Devils. I mean, a lot oh, of these man, teams, I think, have come back good. I did it again last night. Ottawa, first period. Now They I weren't played, on a break. I played, No, no, no. I'm saying as far as if you look at favorites that are coming in, especially with money attached to them, like the Flyers tonight, if you take the dog early in the game, like in the first period, or you take the tie, then you're going to get a great return. And that trend has been actually hitting more often where – so I imagine tonight the Flyers are going to be bet on because they're the favorite, right? And people won't look at the break as a big of a deal. But if just play the break itself, why not take? Why not fade the Flyers in the first period, or at least take a tie in the first period, trying to take advantage of the fact that it might take them twenty to forty minutes to get their legs back from a thirteen-day break. Yeah, the thing I don't worry about as much as the of the legs is the lineup. I mean, they're missing significant. This is the first time in 12 years that the Flyers will play a game without Jake Voracek or Claude Giroux. Both will be out tonight. Wow. And you want me to take the Flyers? You want, the, the people want me to take the Flyers? No way. <laughs> what? Well, that, that's why I said I, I don't yeah. worry about the time off as much as I worry about the, the availability, the lineup. It's all connected. Yeah. It's all connected, uh, cuz. <clears throat> well, it's part of it, yeah. But, um, you know. 12 years it's been since those two have not – both of them have not played a game together. That's insane. Where's Mr. Predicto? We need to ask him if the Flyers are going to win tonight. If we should fade the Flyers. Is that is that? You know how to go to Mr. Predicto. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> well, well, now why is that We're thing We're going to change Mr. Roboto. Why is that fifth thing back Lombard? Why is he back? Why is he making an appearance here? I have Harry, no can, idea. Can you, Harry, can you do me a favor? Yeah, what? Can you send me an Aton buckled translation chart? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you hear him? No. No, no, no. I, I didn't even hear you ask the question. All right. Should we fade the Flyers tonight? Okay. Without hesitation, yes. Yes, there wow. it is. Mr. Predictor is up on the NHL. Well, he's an NHL guy. I mean, yeah. He's a hockey guy. I'm a hockey guy. I covered the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know Mr. Predictor was there? He was down there at the parade with Graves and who the hell? Leach. 
Oh yeah, Leach. Messier. Messier, yeah. Messier, Rick McLeish. Uh, Richter. Yeah. Mike Richter from Lafayette Hill. Now, yeah. I'm just all right, we, guy. We, we're back. We got the Flyers back tonight. We're in good shape. We're everybody is fading the Flyers, at least early on, right? I'm not yes. saying, <laughs> I love how he just lumps everybody. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to fade now. <laughs> Absolutely. Jason said to fade the Flyers. That's right. Well, don't <laughs> stump us now like Jeff Parles yesterday. My God. It, 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 it depends on who's between the pipes. If Moose is there, I'm good. It's hard. Go, it's going to be hard. Yeah. yeah they're, they're both healthy. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but you're I'm missing concerned. six guys. I mean. Maxine Sushko is making his NHL debut tonight. Well, who are the I'm other Maxine four players uh, that are out? Max, Justin Max. Braun. Right, you want me to give you the lineup tonight? Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's uh, yeah. Give me the pairings. <laughs> you know, the, what they're actually oh, good on, on the D end of the ice. They're good, Harry. That's not oh, the yeah. problem. Okay, it's the offense that's going to okay. be a problem. All right. So tonight, this is what the pairings were. Yes, or the lines were yesterday at practice. And that's usually an indication the day before a game, what's going to be going on. Yeah. But they, they are getting guys back. But that being said, the top line, Couturier, uh, JVR, and Farabee. Okay. Hayes, Raffle, and Nicholas Albe-Kubel are the second line. Wow. Now, two-thirds of that are usually your fourth line. Yeah. Um, your third line is uh, Nolan Patrick, Andrew Kasha, and Who? Connor. Andrew Kasha. He's got a brother, Andre Kasha, that plays for the uh, Bruins. Isn't that a meal? Like a Kasha. That, yeah, that's like a cereal, isn't it? It's Grain. spelled case. Seven, but... seven grains or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He's from the Czech Republic. Kasha. Yeah. Um, and then Connor Butterman. And then your fourth line. What a gong show this is. Andy Andrioff, Maxine Sushko, and Sam Moran. Wow. How many Maxines do they have? They had a Maxine Wallet, if you recall. All right. What did you say, Max John, Gene Gillis, or whatever that the offensive yeah. lineman? Yes, <laughs> he'd be a good French Canadian hockey player. University there. of Georgia, yeah. <laughs> by way of uh, Medicine Hat. Yeah, that's an yeah. underrated spot, Medicine Hat. So yeah, yeah, to answer the people's question on the on the comments, um, no, Bush is not coming on today. No, and and you have to explain to the audience why. Well. I was texting with him last night. He's on a plane headed to Tahoe. Mm -hmm. and that, pl that plane has not arrived? What kind of plane is this? No, no, it arrived last night. He was tweeting about it last night. He was pissed off at American Airlines because he's on a four-plus-hour flight, and there's no phone charger. Oh. Well, it, it is one of the worst flights in the history of flights. I had to go there. Where, to Tahoe? Yeah, it's awful. Why? Because you can't fly a big – they won't fly like a bigger plane. Unless you're, it's your own plane, right? Like a private plane, but like the Iron Maiden jet. Exactly, you can't get one of those B fifty two bombers in there. So you have to fly a puddle jumper in in there once you get in there, and you're in an area where there's so much turbulence and there's so much wind that if you fly frequently, if you've only flown like two or three times in your life, this is the worst turbulence. That you'll ever go through, and I hate it. Like so, the me, smaller plane gets tossed around. Harry, it, it's like to the point where you've been in, on a flight, you know turbulence. Sure, there were multiple times in which I was like, "Okay, this is it." Like, it, it just, <laughs> like a free fall. I'm seriously, this like, is yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, your stomach is up in your throat, yeah. and you're like, "Wait a second, all right, pull up right yeah. now, pull up." 
and nobody, you're just, fall, oh, sorry, you know, we're dealing with, I, and I told myself, like, that's it. I got fired, so I didn't have to go back, thank God. But <laughs> Schwartzman did, that poor son wow. of Bro, Anthony and I had that happen when we were flying into Florida last year. We were going in for the landing. Dude, we were, I don't know how many feet it was, but pretty close to the ground and landing, and all of a sudden, boom, right back up, and we're like, what the hell is going on? There was yeah. a plane that walked, that strolled onto our runway. Right, yeah. Yeah. It was landed on top of the thing. No, we Bro, didn't see it because you only see out the side. Well, there was two flights I had like that, man. My first flight flying into Manhattan, Kansas, on a little crop dusting plane. First of all, they had to. Look, this is how bad it was. They had to tell two other guys they couldn't fly on this flight because the weight limit was too off. Because it was four, it was four of us there. I mean, mm -hmm. four. It was four officer linemen. So they told two other guys, two other couple. I mean, it was a couple that you know they can't fly. Only we could fly because the weight limit was at its max. So we're flying into Manhattan, Kansas, and we overshot the runway and had to go back up in the air. Yeah. That's the that's a bad that's a bad experience there. But uh, three years ago, I went to Aspen. Well, two years ago, I went to Aspen. Now you're right. Yep. Yeah. What does a black guy do on an Aspen? Well, I don't know. I, had I to didn't ask that. Well, I'm letting you know. We okay. don't like to go to Aspen. So why? I went away from my. It's cold, bro. Black people don't like cold weather, man. Hell no! That's why we it's cold in the summertime. It's like a nice hiking place. It was this, this was wintertime. This oh, was okay. right there in February. It was so cold, man. But it was the nicest. It was the night one of the nicest places I've been, man. And oh it yeah, was really nice, bro. I mean, they had a hot tub outside. Yeah, and it's like a sprint. It was like you know a twenty a twenty yard sprint to get to the hot tub. You know, just to, for the experience of being out in that cold, but then jumping in the hot tub and you know that experience. You know, being out there in the cold and being in the hot tub. It was pretty cool, man. It was it, it was something like, I I would do it again. I would do it again. We like oh, let's go, I want to go. Let's go to some place warm, a place where the <laughs> beer flows like the wine, where the beautiful women instinctively flock to this salmon of Capistrano. You ever see Dumb and Dumber? Uh, yeah, but I don't remember the lines. <laughs> that's that's what he's talking. About. You don't remember Dumb and Dumber lines? No, bro. No. Jeez, the no. line. That I mean, that's pretty deep of a cut. Yeah, yeah. That that no, is a dude. Deep that's one of the cut. great lines in a movie. Bro, uh, that's down on the list. I, I agree. Dumber, Dumber, come on, man. That's one of the. That's one of those. Movies it's a great like, movie, but the line that the line he's up, using is like it's very deep, uh, like, it's like the a, salmon of Capistrano. Yeah. yeah, that I I don't hear many people quote Dumb and Dumber with that line. At Your microphone sounds great. like it's got a bad connection. It does. Yeah, yeah. there's well, one. Okay, here's a good line from that movie. Some young Philly break your heart, Harry? Yes. <laughs> I'll give you that. Yeah, that's that's one of them. Uh, Aton with microphone I'll problems. That. I'll tell you, the world is not ready for this. No. You know? And, well, I'm, I'm, and I'm proud of Rick Astley remix. There's some dude at, at some just underground bunker saying, take me to DEFCON 3. Shander's got microphone issues. <laughs> this could affect world peace. That's right. Hey, don't you think he's handled it pretty well, though? He's really handled it pretty well, man. No, well, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I was trying to put a tweet out here for hmm. the show, and I'm just amazed at, I, I honestly, like, I'm just amazed at how much time people have that they that they will go on to a site and yell and scream about stuff that that doesn't even impact them. So I what, got like, what are we talking about? Just oh, any, anything, anything. It's go. amazing to me. I, I'm just I'm amazed. Like 
I don't live in Europe or wherever the hell it may be. I don't even leave my house. Mm -hmm. And I just can't imagine jumping up and down, yelling and screaming about stuff that will never, ever impact me. Um, so here we go. I was trying to find this tweet about the Rick Astley remix, but. That is a trend on Twitter. Rick Astley's remix. It's it's this behind Mortal Kombat. It's the number two trend. Where what did the song "I'm Never Gonna Give You Up" or whatever? Somebody remixed it. Who cares? Wow. Yep. I don't know. I hate it. I've left my house once in the last two weeks. <laughs> wow. Once. Yeah. Well, I, I went. I went out yesterday. I um. I actually blew my um my welder up. You know, it just it 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 doesn't even turn on anymore. So I had to go buy me a little welder. So you know, I got up and went and bought me another welder. But I got me a nice one this time. You know, this one I I, it was, I was trying to learn on it, so it was pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. This time I, I I went on and got a nice one this time, and this is I'm looking forward to uh, playing around with it since we're going to be iced in, not snowed in, but iced in on the East Coast, or well, well towards Jersey. It's ice, man. It's it's, it's sleet instead of snow. Mm -hmm. It's not even snow. It's sleet. I got like eight inches of snow. We didn't yeah, get any snow. Ours is like sleet. It's like an inch and a half of sleet. No, I got bad. a ton of snow. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. How about this? Is, what's that? This is the last gasp. Yeah. Of snow. Yeah, yeah I Let's think hope. so. It's like any, the last waltz there. Of any real snow. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the last that? waltz. This the is last, you sit through the band, the last waltz. You yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is that nine hours <laughs> how long is that thing was that 1975 at the winterland ballroom how many VHS exactly right. tapes is that that's that's more than scarface yeah <laughs> yeah the double vhs tape <laughs> right, right. <laughs> i forgot about the double vhs movies yeah, oh, yeah. Those, those seriously wow. like that was that was the precursor to the double album Right, double right. Yeah, the double VH scar. No, the double album was before oh. the VHS. It's in the sixties. Yeah, yes. the double. Oh yeah. Come on, one of the best double albums ever. Oh yeah. No, yes. best double albums. They're coming out now, man. Come what? on, Bad Bunny <laughs> put out a triple album. Bad can, can you, these half these musicians now can't even put out an album. They don't have. They don't have album. enough content. Come on, you're, they put out a single. Now your boy below was putting albums out. Come on, cuz. Post Malone. Yeah, Oops. Jason's guy, because he did one Nirvana cover. Physical Graffiti is one of the best double albums of all time. That was 75, I think. 75, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, yeah. I'll give you, Tupac has two double albums. Quadrophenia, Harry? Tupac <laughs> All Eyes on Me was a double disc. Yep. I got that in 95, I want to say. He had, I want to say, three. Right? Three. Have I? Prince had a couple also. How many? Yeah. Yep. Prince, Prince did? Had a couple also. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that he Oh, had my himself. God. I mean, Stevie Wonder had one in the 70s. Yep. Songs yep. in the Key of Life was a, it's, it was a double eight track. I had okay. it. Wow. Now, double yeah. eight track? Had... Double eight track. Man. How many tracks on the double eight track? Yeah, Life After Death, I, I, I will say, is... Is up there. Tupac, right? No, yeah. it's big. Oh, Biggie. Okay. But I, uh, Chicago I, I, Transit Authority, that was a double album, right? Yeah. Before they were Chicago. No, it was Chicago, right? But well, that was their original name, Chicago Transit yeah. Authority. Then they shortened it. Yeah. Yeah. Was it so, Chicago yeah. Transit Authority? Yeah. Yeah. How many tracks on an H track? Depends. Eight. 
I don't know what the max is. Eight it's, tracks. Yeah, <laughs> no, is no, it no. eight? Eight songs? That's the max what, you could put no. on it? Wasn't there four, four different categories and they each had two songs? Well, yeah, there were four different Yeah, they yeah. each had two songs. So it was eight tracks. Okay. But I'm yeah. t- so you're telling me that no, there was nothing that had more than eight on it. No, it was an eight track. It wasn't a nine track. No, but I'm saying I, I don't think <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, see, I don't know if that represents how many songs. Right. I'm with Aton on this because technical term. I mean, let me see. I'm gonna look one I'm up that I have. Many I was tracks. Just curious, that's all. Because double albums have a ton. Right. So if you're double eight tracking, then are you getting the benefit? You know, some of these sixteen. But you had, you know, longer songs back in the day, too. So, you yeah. know, there's some of those double albums were like, yes, would put one song and would take up a whole album side. <laughs> it right, right, uh, right. So here, here is one. I had Billy Joel, The Stranger, as an eight track, and it had nine songs on it. Ah, no, it's not a nine track. Yeah. <laughs> well, this thing says, I, I Googled it, and it says eight track tapes consisted of actually four tracks, each in stereo, totaling eight. Usually it's meant they had to be equal in length. Okay. And so, those are the four different sort of quadrants that we you'd have you'd have songs on both sides of it that because they'd skip. Yes. Like the song would die out and then it'd go to the next track and then the song would pick up again. It was a pain in the ass. Yeah. You know, in the middle of a good <laughs> song, you're it's dying out and then it goes to the next track. Well, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a total of 46 minutes of tape inside okay. of track. So so think about that. 46 minutes of tape. On an eight track. Meanwhile, I'm looking at all eyes on me. Mm-hmm. You had 70 minutes and 27 seconds for the first book and 61 minutes, 54 seconds for the second one. So you're at 136 minutes. That's a lot. Man. That's a, that that's a box a set. Wow. Yeah, that's like yeah. four. Yeah. Oh, that's that's just one double album. Now, to be fair to what Harry was mentioning about longer songs, and this is one thing I always love about him is that he, he doesn't have many like two and a half minute songs. No, no. These are, these are in, in rap case, these are like ballads. Right. So what's half- that length like of that? They sound like four and a half minutes? I'm sorry? How long? Like four and a half, five minutes, six minutes? Probably three and a half. Yeah, three and a half. The usual song. Like you, Back in the day, like with Parliament and George Clinton, Atomic Dog lasted like 15 minutes. Oh yeah, they have a breakdown, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, uh, Roger Troutman, you know, the, all those those type of albums. You know, each song was like ten minutes. You know, Gap Band. You know, they they went into and, and really gave you a, a a real song. You know, you'd be listening. You could probably clean your whole house on one right. album, right? Yeah. Earth, Wind, like and Fire, Cashmere, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. All right, now I got I got an update from Asman. He's good to join us. He is an update. Yeah, he is. So, so gonna, he's he's in Houston and he's alive. Correct. So All right. I'm, just, I'm just giving everybody the heads up. I'm going to send he's got service, huh? The invite. Well, I, I'm hoping this is going to be something like out of the Blair Witch where Jake is like the camera and it's it's all dark behind him and it's on him. And, <laughs> that was the worst so movie much, ever. Bro. Terrible. What's that? Awful. The only thing that was worse than that was this. Actually, the second one wasn't as bad as the first. But it was both equally as maybe as trash. Yeah. What's that? What show was Blair this? Witch. Blair oh, Witch Project. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it was it was a fail. All the hype. Yeah, I was, hype. 
tired of running noses and crying. It was it, it pissed me off, man. Well, they it they made the whole thing project. the scariest movie you'll ever see with a five thousand dollar budget. Right, right. <laughs> Which was ridiculous because they weren't even using. You like could tell phone. that they were using legit work and like cameras and technology and all, and and they still. Yeah, and po in post production, they made it look like shit. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, like like the typical is the typical Tupac length of a song about five minutes, Aton. Uh probably like four and a half, five minutes. Okay, which, again, uh, long. a radio like picture edit. me rolling is five minutes and fourteen seconds. Yeah, yeah. That's long. That's 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 a pretty long, long song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that means you're talented. <laughs> yeah, you have to look at though where and and he was smart on this one because this was dre had his hands all over this one but features also add so then you you know you look and say all right well then there are features there are features to it and you look at how many songs have features right where there are other people on it well yeah but big psych he, yeah big well big you know he he's a follow we follow each other on twitter we oh track, yeah yeah we could track big psych let's get now. big psych on the program I got keys. <laughs> Ninety-one Sixers goes. Harry had a VHS called the Bear Witch Project. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a double VHS, Harry? Yeah, double VHS. Yeah, yeah, we had a VHS pretty early on in the. In well, you had, to have the double one for the double VHS where it would stop and then play the next one automatically. Mm. Yeah, right. Because otherwise. Otherwise, you better hope that the first VHS doesn't cut off right in the middle of a scene. Right. Especially if you're watching something like The Bear Witch. Correct. Especially if you're watching Scarface and, you, you know, it fades to black, you have to go to the next tape. But if you're in the middle of a, a scene like the other movie, mm -hmm. that might be disruptive. Bro, <laughs> so, I'm, back in the day when I, when I first got to the league. There he is. <laughs> What's up, bro? He's alive. He has power. Uh, I'm hot spotting from the phone, so I hope this sounds okay. Oh my! <laughs> sounds better, better than, than Sean this morning. morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what's going on here, so just bear with me. It, does it really sound like shit when I talk, Jake? It sounds better now. You sure? Yeah. All right. You, you yeah. sound like Aton. Well, what what's going on? Can you can you show us like outside? What does it look like? Does this like I am Legend, where there's nothing but zombies running around, or what? Yeah. I it's it's a little warmer today, so the apartment's above 40 degrees finally, but we're still waiting in my complex here to get some power. Roads are a lot better because the snow has melted. I feel like a weatherman right now. But, uh, you know, as you can see over here, right. uh, it, it's actually, yes, you really can't see, but it's it's no, pretty sorry, icy on the roads. It's it's just bright. I yeah, guess it's very a lot of glare. Yeah, I expected snow everywhere, but there doesn't even look like snow on the ground. It warmed up a bit, so a lot of it has melted. Uh, mm. It rained yesterday, which cleared a lot of it up. But then the roads iced, and you know this is not Philly or New York where they actually know how to plow roads or apply salt. So the roads are a mess. So everyone's, you know, a lot of people down here have probably never experienced snow in Houston. Yeah. So it's been it's been a mess. I, I was told that people in my area have started to get power back, which is why I left where I've been staying at one of my friends' houses, who actually for whatever reason has lucked out with power. So I'm at my apartment checking in and. So far, nothing, but hopefully soon. No water on my end. A lot of the places that did have power also don't have any hot water. And there's mm -hmm. a boiler warning in Houston. So you can't you, you can't use any water unless you boil it first from like, you know, a water bottle 
or whatnot. So it's a mess. It feels like it's wow. a third world country in the city. So wow. there's no truth to the rumor that you're hiding Ted Cruz under your couch. <laughs> I would, I'll tell you what, say whatever you want about Ted Cruz. He had the right idea though. I'd love to <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Your, your fearless leader just broke camp on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be with them. I don't know how I got to make the introduction there or something by God, but yeah, I mean, it, what 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 a move by him! He doesn't need to be here. What what? It's not like it's a state or anything that's crumbling. Well, we well, wanted to let they were a little pissed off about that, huh? Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> we wanted to let you know that Sam Darnold is still your quarterback. Yes. Okay. Is Carson it's Wentz wondering. is still in Philadelphia, and uh, the Bears are still have Trubisky, and the Colts have nothing. We just wanted to give you an update on the quarterback situation. And it's Thursday at eleven forty-four in the morning. And you're still living in the United States of America. (laughs) I I wouldn't be able to know this without you guys, so thank you. Is Deshaun Watson still a Texan? I feel like I should know that being in the city he still resides in. But I I think ask our NFL insider if you want. Yes. Mr. uh, Predicto. Predicto. Hank Cruz is in Cabo. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's it's rough, guys. I mean, just you know, being you know, being from New York, and I went to school in upstate New York by Syracuse, where they get snow all the time and cold weather happens. They're to think a couple inches of snow and a couple days in a row below freezing temperatures, and an entire state shuts down. I mean, it's it, it's just stunning. It really is. Are you I, I don't know. Everybody down there, like, what the hell's going on? What's wrong with you people? Right, or, right. Or is this like a legit issue? So from my what I understand, Texas, their power grid is run through the state. It's the only state in the union the yep. yeah, that runs its own power grid, whereas every other state has it federally run. And they, they just they just were not prepared. I mean, they, they knew for about a week we were going to get some snow and some frigid temperatures. And you know, it's not like it doesn't snow in you know north texas dallas area and whatnot but right the failure at the top you know i i i was living on long island when hurricane sandy really ravaged you know new york yeah. new jersey the tri-state and i remember lipa whatever they stand for the long island power association they were getting a ton of you know heat for how poor they handled things lipa is like the vince lombardi of power companies compared to how ERCOT wow. handled the power here in texas Hold on one sec. We just get Xander Krause texting. Wow. Traded to the Colts. Yes. I told you. I told you. Now for what? Two twos? All right. Adam Schefter, and this is the real Adam Schefter, says uh, Phillies agreed agreed to trade Wentz to the Colts in exchange for a 2021 third-round pick and a a conditional 2022 second-round pick that could turn into a first. If he Mort wins the report, Super Bowl. Mort Report was the first with it. Oh, look at this. How about wow. that? Look yeah. at this. So a third Damn this it. year and a second next year. That could turn into a first. A third. A third. How about that, Barrett? That's, still, that's still the worst ever. <laughs> the worst ever. You're not going to get over on Howie Roseman. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's this the worst was, trade ever. This was the worst <laughs> kept secret. I told you Chicago was never in this thing uh, at all. They John DiFilippo didn't want to work with this guy. Wow. Frank Reich knew it from the jump and said, hold the line, sir. Hold uh, the line, please. And wow. the Chris Ballard did exactly that. He said, uh-uh, we're not budging. We're not moving. Howie, these first-round picks, all yeah. of the subterfuge, the misinformation, and you're right, Harry. You can't get over on Howie. No, you can't Everybody get over on Howie. Has. 
So that means yeah. we're drafting at number six, we're drafting a quarterback. Yes. And then when they do that, you have to ask yourself, what was this whole Jalen Hurts thing about anyway? Okay. <laughs> Seriously. Come on, Jake. What a joke. Take, wow. Well, take Jalen Hurts. Yeah. For all these guys that carried Har- Howie's water, mm-hmm. you know, saying, oh, he knows what he's doing. He's oh, playing yeah. this perfect. All, you know, all these, because he's their source. Right. Shefty and rap, Ian rap sheet. Rap yeah. sheet. All yeah. you donkeys. That think. Yeah. Roseman shouldn't be allowed to draft the quarterback again. Like that, 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 that should not be allowed. You right. shouldn't get another they crack are. drafting a quarterback. He's well, they're they're going to draft him yeah, no question. They have to now. They have to now. Wow. So just joke. so we can keep his, just so we can keep his job. Because if they don't bring in a comparable uh, a backup or a comparable guy that, that Carson just left, then they have to go out there and get somebody. You can't have a backup quarterback. Uh, you know that that potentially you know will never play. At this point, I can't see Jalen Hurts going in and and being a starter for you know the Eagles from this point on. I mean, it, no. it's just not going to happen. So Remember that have moment. To when, when Carson was drafted and they were in their war room and and Doug's like, hi, Carson, but I'm going to hand the phone to Howie. Howie's yeah. hey, Carson, how are right. you? I'm going to hand yeah. the phone to Jeff. Oh, we're right. so excited to have you. Are we going to get that moment again with Justin Fields yes. and Nick Sirianni yeah. and Howie? And, geez, what a joke. Wow. <laughs> See, now, now I hope what happens is the Jets take a quarterback at two, Lawrence – uh, you can say it's Fields, whoever it is, Wilson, a kid from BYU, and somebody jumps in front of the Eagles and takes another quarterback. <laughs> right, 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 right. So the three best quarterbacks will be off yes. the board, and then we Trey Lance becomes uh, the, a new Eagles quarterback. Another what? North Dakota, North State Dakota guy. State. Yeah, yeah right. Well, they might have thing. to move up. They might yeah. have to trade with the Jets or the Dolphins. Whoever doesn't end up with Deshaun, and depending that, on what the Jets do with Darnold, wow. I mean, yep. they might have to move up to get someone at six. That might not be high enough. You guys are I, right. I mean, well, that's I, the thing. After the combine, you know that every quarterback's value is going up. Anybody right. that's skyrocketing, they always move up. They don't think, move down. Think about all that was given up as far as trade cap, like draft capital to go from 13 to eight to two to yeah. get this guy. And, and now they've traded him for a third round pick and a second that might become a, a one, you know, probably if he wins the Super Bowl in yeah, Indianapolis. And, and, and think about the, the, the biggest element of this is that they still have $35 million of dead cap space. Really. Right, right. Yep, $35 wow. million dead cap space. And right now they're like, what is it? Um, They're like $46 million over the cap. Yeah, they're going to the suck NFL, next year. The NFL <laughs> right now right. set the cap at 180 Yeah, and they, right. and they were going to pay him regardless, and that just shows you how little confidence this team had, whoever was left there, or maybe they looked at it like, we can't put a new coach and, and new staff and all this through through this, you know. Yeah, but Look. here's the thing, Aton. They signed this dude to a hundred and thirty-five million dollar contract twenty months ago. The yeah. contract is not even kicked in yet. Right. That's how stupid they are that they well, committed to this guy, and now they're divorcing him a year later. It's like signing a prenup to give away the money you made over 20 years of your life and 18 months wow. into the marriage, you gave her half of the money when she wasn't even around for it. Because Absolutely. you were never going to get that money back, though. You have to understand that. True, right? but that's how were... dumb it is. Well, okay, I'm not disagreeing with you that it was stupid to sign Carson Wentz in hindsight to a big deal, but we see this all the time with guys after their rookie deal where a team's like, do we move on or do we just sign them? Stafford, Romo, other guys that hit that mark. Carson Wentz was one of them. But I, I think what is 
just amazing to me is where we have seen teams cut ties or cut their losses and just get anything they can back for a fallen commodity. There really wasn't any, and I'm not saying that this is the future and, and this is definitive for Carson Wentz, but there really wasn't anybody else out there willing to even dip their toes in the pool mm-hmm. to where the Eagles could leverage more than a third rounder for a guy who's not even 30 years old. Wow. That is incredible. Now, right? Yeah, we got licked. We got <laughs> licked in this trade. We uh, got straight up but the, but Barry, bamboozled. Nobody else. Like, that's the thing is I, I agree with you on the return where it's like, really? But then you look around. And, and this is not to justify or take Howie off the hook for anything, but you look around and there wasn't, they couldn't even get Chicago. They couldn't even get one other team to say, hey, Indy, we're going to go here. We're going to go to New York. We're going to go to Chicago. We're going to go to Las Vegas. We're going to go wherever it may be, wow. Seattle. We're going to go to Houston. Unless you come back to us. They couldn't even do that with Carson Wentz. I don't know if that's the league speaking volumes about Wentz or if that's the league speaking volumes about Roseman. Not even oh, Jake Asman's Jets are this dysfunctional. You realize this, right? So well, right what now does this do for Darnold's value, right? I mean, if the Eagles can only get a third that maybe could become a a third and a two that maybe could become a one next year based on, you know, playing time and if the Colts make the playoffs – is it more so because of Wentz is making way too much money and no one wanted to touch the contract? Or is this quarterback market not as valuable as we thought? Is Sam Darnold no longer going to be able to get the Jets a late one like Adam Schefter floated out there a couple of weeks it's back? It's valuable. One. It's valuable because look what the Stafford returned. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. As long as you didn't devalue a guy. And see, somebody – I put out a tweet about it already. And some guy said there was no market for Wentz, you idiot. But what that guy doesn't understand is this is all self-created. Right. They created the situation where he had to be traded. And NFL teams aren't dumb. The internet works in their town. They're not in Houston with Jake. Right? <laughs> so they understand what's going on that, hey, they have to move them. That's called a depreciating asset. So they're not going to give up anything. So the reason why there was no market is because the Eagles mishandled this thing six ways to Sunday. Well, How he gave up the where where would have where would there have been a market like i i don't want to assume or at least for me that howie or the or lurie could have done anything differently over the past six weeks or so eight weeks or so i mean carson wentz was significantly devalued to the point where not even a guy who coached him years ago in flip was kicking the door down and saying no let's get into a bidding war I mean, you had two, if you want to further that relationship analogy, you had two mm-hmm. exits who are doing different things yeah. and somebody's up for grabs and the open market, nobody swiped right. And the only people who swiped right were the two exes. And then you find out that one of those exes didn't even swipe. Yeah. Now like, I'm interested to see what the Bears give up for Darnold. Yeah, what's the trickle down right here? What? What is the trickle down? Yeah, yeah what's the trickle down there? <laughs> well, what if wh- why do we assume that they're gonna go Darnold and not someone like Carr? And and if maybe they fact, will right, no, well, maybe they will they give up a second for Carr, then I think we go back and say they're really gonna do that market at all mm-hmm. for, for Carson, or the market for Carson Wentz was so small and limited that the Eagles had no choice, but clearly they had no choice but to accept it. Well, I think they'll go Mariota before they'll go uh 
before they'll go car. Oh, wow. um, just, just, wow. just, really, just, just, just from Mahomes and his ability to throw from all those different angles and be a, a guy that's not going to sit back in the in the um, pocket. And they see Mahomes, and he comes from that same um, ilk as, as you know as, as Andy Reid. So they don't want somebody that can move around a little bit. That's why Watson's so valuable, uh, you know, in this market. You know, his ability to go out there and do it. It's, it's the way the NFL is going right now. So I think Marcus Mariota has more of a of a he can he can ask for for less and get more from Marcus Mariota just from the offense that they want to run. The risk reward may be greater. You're right. Jeff Bruder brings it up too on the uh, on the comments, and he says Steelers may be in on Darnold if it's cheap enough too. And you heard what the Steelers Ooh. said yesterday about Ben Roethlisberger. He's only coming back if it makes sense for for the team. Yeah, and, that, and that's exactly what um you know they said. I mean, he, do they do it at a forty million dollar price tag or cap no, hit? They a can't. Forty million dollar cap yeah. hit. Yeah. It, well, they, basically, what I read from their comments yesterday, Barrett, was that yeah he can come back at like half that. Well, oh, yeah, that, that was the GM that said that, right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He goes, we can't do that at forty, but if if he wants to come back, we still think he has something to give. Uh, we hope he sees it that way. And Ben's been playing eighteen years. Ben might just be like, dude, I'm done. Well, if I'm not coming back, no, he's going to want to come back. Yeah, he's going to want to come back, back yep. at that clip. Yeah, I mean, you're not making that clip anywhere else, so you yeah, realize you, that you're right? hurting your team. Yes. You're hurting your team at that point. Wait, wait a second. You know, Jake, you're down. I know you're focused on the Jets, but has there been any movement at all with Deshaun Watson? Has there been I, any budge at, at all? Nothing. I checked in with someone two days ago in the midst of all this madness, and I was basically like, hey, if the Texans are going to trade Deshaun, maybe do it now. No one would even know here in Houston as a joke. And uh, the, the stances are not trading him. Now, the, the reality is, they don't need to make a decision on whether or not they're going to trade them until they get closer to the draft. Like there's no concrete deadline in February. You know, the, the, the value for Deshaun might plummet after the draft and then it will go back up next off season. But like, you can't be half pregnant with this. If you're the Texans, like if you're Nick Casario, it's either we're going to deal this guy right before the draft. So we can maximize his value where we have certainty on where the draft picks this year would be like if this is jets second overall pick dolphins, third overall pick. And you know who the quarterbacks are that are coming out or, you want to play hardball with the guy, well, then you better not trade him a couple weeks into the NFL season. Like You better make sure that you hold on to him for the full year. You're going to be awful. You might have the first pick next year, and then you trade him next year if he still doesn't want to play for you. So I think a deadline for Watson is still weeks away because the draft is still, what, 70-something days away from actually happening? Well, is there any kind of contract uh, bonus that kicks in like there was with Wentz, you know, the third day of the league year with Watson, or can they go to the draft without any further impact on money? Well, I, I don't – yeah, I don't know the, the exact stipulations in this contract. I do know, though, it is very tradable. The irony being that Jack Easterby helped negotiate that contract with Bill O'Brien and Watson's camp wanted a no-trade clause – and the thought at the time was, well, he wants a no trade, so they can't DeAndre Hopkins him, right? They can't just trade him, you know, out of the blue, and, right. and he wouldn't know. And now that no trade clause is basically being used as a weapon by Deshaun's side to force, him, you know, force himself to a team he would, you know, wave that to 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 actually be willing to play for. So mm. the irony in all of it is, it's a very tradable contract because of the fact the guy that helped negotiate it put Watson in a position where he has all this leverage now when it comes to actually playing for a team he wants to go to. And outside of Miami, is there any other team that you think he would 
go to? Would he go to the Jets? I thought the Jets, or or is that just you? Yeah, is that just you speaking this into existence? Yeah. <laughs> I've been looking at this whole thing, Jets, 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 and I'm like, well, maybe Jake is verified account. Uh, maybe you're like a sharp Twitter account where if you tweet enough, it moves a trend. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I, I still think if it comes down to it, he would have waived the no trade to go to the Jets. See, there's like a misconception out there. It's like, oh, why would he want to go to the Jets? Well, it, it's very simple. If it's either play in Houston or go somewhere else, if the Jets come to the Texans and make the best offer, the Texans can then go to Deshaun as a, an agent and say, hey, if you don't want to be here, that's fine, but you need to agree to go to the Jets because they're giving us the most, and we're not going to mm -hmm. trade you unless we get you know as close to equal value as you can get for you know a franchise quarterback who's twenty five right. years old. So I still think the Jets are in the driver's seat because of you know the four Amazing. first round picks they have over the next two years. All right, here's the conditions to make it a first rounder from Mike Garofolo from NFL Network. The conditional second rounder in twenty twenty two becomes a first rounder if Wentz plays seventy five percent of the snaps or 70% and the team makes the playoffs, then it'll become a first rounder. But no, so if they make the So then it's probably going to be a first rounder because he'll play 70% of the snaps, you'd think, right? Yeah, he's he's had mean, injury history. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, that's the thing. That, you guys got to root for Carson Wentz to stay healthy now, even the, even when he's on a different team. That's amazing. Oh, hell, I want him to go to the Super barely Bowl. make the playoffs <laughs> <laughs> if you're an Eagle fan because you want the pick around – 17 in the draft you don't want the pick being 30 you know i'd love it if you threw for 4500 yards 35 touchdowns and five interceptions yeah anything to make <laughs> howie roseman look worse yeah, yeah. I, think, I think there are going to be people that are are flat out rooting for wentz mm -hmm. but in, in a sense yes but i i mean rooting for wentz but also representing everything that's not Howie, meaning like right. Carson Wentz now is because you could do that with other people, right? You sure. could do that with other players who have moved on, but it's not the same like when dog. you're looking at a younger quarterback. So as much as like Barrett and I went back and forth about them trading and all these other things, you now anybody who dislikes Howie, like a lot of us do, anybody who has just nothing but disdain for Howie Roseman is going to be cheering on Carson Wentz. And yeah, you're right rooting for him to make the Super Bowl. I mean, think yeah. about it. He's, he's on a team that's not even in the same conference as the Eagles. Right. right. Definitely rooting for the Colts. Absolutely. I might get a jersey. Yeah. I might get one of those I'll jerseys. Be right back. I'll be right back, guys. All right. We're going to get He's probably got to do a hit on NBC. He does, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, Jake, you can leave whenever you want. Uh, we're just going to keep you here as long as you want. We figured you didn't have anything else to do, right? Well, what happens if his power runs out on his phone? How can he charge it? Yeah, good point, Harry. That's the thing. I got to go right back to my car, sit there, plug it in, and I hope I get some power soon, which oh, it seems cool. like we're trending in the right direction. I think I'll get it back at some point today based on some people that didn't have it that got it back so far. Are you wow. your gas stations open down there? They are open, but they're a zoo. Luckily, I got gas on okay. Monday Monday morning before mm -hmm. it really got out of control here with the power. I, I kind of leaned on my experience from dealing with this weather before, knowing how these things kind of go. So I got to the gas station pretty early on. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's another thing, too, is you, you have these runs on gas when everybody knows it's going to be panic, and then you have the gas shortages. I've been – I don't – have you ever been through any of those? When I was in Nashville, it's the only time I've ever been through something like that. Gas shortages? Yeah. Well, I remember the lines to get gas in the 70s when well, I was Well, that's what kid. I'm saying. Yeah. That's probably what this was akin to. Yeah. It was the only time in my life that you ever had to do that. But the pumps 
would move so slow mm. that it would take you about 15 minutes, legit 15 minutes to fill your car up. And you couldn't fill your car up. They would cut it off at like $10, whatever right. $10 got you. Right. And, and these lines, a max. it would be insane. Jay, I'm telling you, it would be like whatever the line is for the Dunkin' Donuts at 730 in the morning where it's around the block and you just have angry people honking and stuff. It, it was crazy, really crazy to see that because you couldn't go anywhere else. Every gas station was the same. It didn't matter. Yeah. So, it's not at that point what you're saying, Jake, is that they're still open and all. All right. Yeah, now they're open. The lines at the supermarket are crazy. I mean, it, it feels very third world country like in the city. You got people waiting hours to try and get, you know, some clean water from like a watering hole. And, you know, think about this. I stayed with a friend last night. They had to uh, you know, take a bucket of water from the pool just to fill the toilet up so you could flush the toilet. Oh uh, it God. is. It is just very third world country like in the city. Could you dump fair. snow into the toilet? You could do that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. definitely an option. Yeah. We're getting an update, John McMullen, from Houston with Jake Asman. I'm sure the two of you have had conversations before on the radio, correct? Oh, yes. John's a great radio guest. All right. I didn't know if you if you two have ever seen each other face to face. Wouldn't it be great if they didn't like each other and we just brought them on here and put them together <laughs> yes. in a very uncomfortable situation? Oh, I can't match them on. Everybody yes, exactly. likes me, Harry. You know that. Everybody likes Asman. Maybe we should ask our, our real predictor here. Maybe we should ask our insider yes. whether or not Jake Asman and John yeah. McCullen truly get along. No, come on. I am confident it is no. Whoa. <laughs> now tell us why there's a beef, John. What did you No beef that, that I know of. Wrong? Who knows? Did you uh, at I, one I, point I tend in to time people the wrong way, so I can't I can't speak for Jake. Did you at one point in time throw shade on the New York Jets organization? Oh, that would do it. Well, I am I am sure I've criticized the Jets. So if that is a yeah, there's there definitely is. some ill will. It's probably there, been deserved. They went two and fourteen <laughs> last year. <laughs> yeah. But I love Joe Douglas, so yeah. Which is yes, well too. Yes. Now let's let's all Barrett. Joe Douglas, left. how he's so bad that he made Joe Douglas look bad. Yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> what what tell uh, us what's going on here? Because Jason speaks, as you have already seen, Jason speaks for what I would say is the overwhelming majority of people in this city who respond to that trade like, this guy doesn't know his ass from his elbow. Well, I, you know, the bottom line is the Colts drew the inside straight in, in this situation. And the Eagles and, and Howie Roseman tried to obviously create a market never developed it wasn't there it, it was only two teams the chicago bears being that second team bears would have offered more but remember that leverage that carson wentz had and he used didn't want to go to chicago and he made right. it very very clear that he didn't want to go to chicago so these people saying well the bears offered him just a first round pick just do it who cares about carson's feelings well, the Bears didn't offer a first-round pick. They would have mm -hmm. offered a first-round pick if Carson was in on going to that organization, but he wasn't. 
So basically, Chris Ballard, I've talked about it from the start, really smart GM, really shrewd guy, never came off his original offer. This is his original offer. And basically, it comes down to the Colts have three months to figure out what they have in Carson Wentz. Because if he plays poorly or he gets injured, they don't want to give up that 2022 first-round pick. They'll just bench him. If he plays well, they'll have no problem giving up that first-round pick. They'll enjoy it because yeah. they'll have a quarterback. So yeah, they have all the variables I, I think it was here. a great deal from the Colts' perspective. Totally agree. Right. Well, now, uh, you know, what, what do you think happens – with them at the draft at six? Is it, is it a foregone conclusion now that they're going to take a quarterback? I don't think it's a foregone conclusion, but I think it's on the table. I think it has to be. It's always about evaluation. If they like a player, and I use Justin Fields as an example, you kind of know Trevor Lawrence is going one. Zach Wilson's probably going two to Jake's Jets. So uh, they're not going to be in a position to get those guys. Um, now they have some extra draft capital. Maybe they can move up to get Fields if they have to. Maybe they like Trey Lance as a player. So it's about evaluation. But if if they think one of those two guys is going to be a superstar quarterback, you have to take him. You have to. You have to explore it at the bare minimum. When you get up to that point in the draft, John, and you have now a question mark at that position – you, it, it it makes all the sense in the world to draft a QB because if you have a question mark at that position, you're ultimately not going anywhere. No, and I agree, Jason. You, all, you go back to Howie Roseman in 2016. He said that. He said exactly. Yeah. If yeah. You're That's why they made the deal. Position, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to take advantage of it, and you have to solve the quarterback position. Obviously, the Eagles didn't think they'd be in this position. It didn't work out as well or as long for as they thought it would have. But, hey, it is what it is now. They're in that position again, and they have to take advantage of it. So if they believe in those players, they have to take one of them. There's no question. They may have to move up further, though, to Jake's Possibly. point. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing, and and you know, I'm sure Jake has questions as well about how this whole thing impacts his squad. So I, I don't want you to feel like you have to force in something with Wentz by all means. No, I'm actually just curious, guys, because it, where does Jalen Hurts fit in all this? They used a second round pick on him a year ago. Like, is uh, just is it just a foregone conclusion? Uh, you know, we we wasted a second rounder on him, and and we're just we're moving on. We're going to bring in another veteran quarterback or draft someone sixth overall or move up. I mean, is there any scenario where Jalen Hurts is given the chance to be the starter this year? Uh, I think there's, yeah, I think there's a scenario he's the starter. I mean, we don't know the Eagles and their thought process with Jalen Hurts. Maybe they came off of last season and thought this guy is a starting quarterback in the NFL. I personally find that hard to believe. I don't think the sample size is large enough. Remember, it's not only the Eagles, but the rest of the NFL – thought Jalen Hurts wasn't worthy of being that top 15 level pick. You know, he's a second round pick. And a lot of teams didn't even have him graded as that. So you could argue the Eagles valued him more than most teams. I find it very hard to believe the Eagles are going to get into this process, do their due diligence and say Justin Fields doesn't have a bigger upside 
for instance, and Jalen Hurts. I find mm. that very hard to believe. Now, can they get him? That's the difficult part. Well, Jake, if, if the let's just say Houston makes a deal with the Jets and they send Deshaun Watson there for the second overall pick right. uh, as part of the package coming back, what is the consensus down there? You know that who they would take with that pick. I, I can't say, Harry, there is a consensus at this point. It is complicated, though. I think mm. the Texans might have to be forced to taking anyone but uh, Justin Fields because Deshaun Watson's agent, David Mulligetta, is the same agent for ah. Justin Fields. So there's a thought here in Houston mm. that it, Mulligetta would not allow his client, another quarterback client, another top pick, to mm. be a guy – you know, w- within you know the Texans organization. So by default, you know Jack Easterby, you know uh, a faithful man of God, might have to draft the Mormon quarterback out of BYU. There you go. Look at that. Just, <laughs> it's, it's amazing how this whole thing plays out to where we we still need the Jets, right, or the Texans. We still can't. Fiz- I mean, you can mock draft the hell out of this thing, mm-hmm. and you can guess away. But so much of this is still predicated on one move where the Jets and the Texans really just, if they don't do business, then you can start looking at the Jets taking somebody with that pick. Maybe they trade back. But I feel like even with this movement of Wentz, we still have that one trade there with with the Jets and, and the Texans. I'm curious, though, real quick, as far as the Bears are concerned, John, do you think they go high, like maybe trade a second rounder for Derek Carr, or do you think they go safe and maybe bring in Sam Darnold, Marcus Mariota for a discount? Uh, I think Sam Darnold has always been the most likely scenario uh, for the Bears because it is a little bit safer. Uh, there is an upside there. You can kind of talk yourself into, you know, Adam Gase probably ruined him. Uh, so I think there's that part of it as well. It's technically not available yet. So, you know, for people speculating that he is. Uh-oh. Oh, we're getting uh, John going in and out with the audio. That's no good. Yeah. They're definitely listening, though. That's for sure. Maybe right. they don't trade them just yet, but the Jets are definitely not. Joe Douglas is not hanging up any phone calls when teams are calling. That we know for sure. Yeah. But from an Eagles perspective, now how far along, how far you know down the road till Ertz gets traded? He might end up in Indianapolis. Because he wasn't part of the deal, Harry. I know, I know. To maximize it a little bit, but yeah, you're right. They probably know that they're going to have to just cut Ertz, and they mm-hmm. can not have him part of a deal and give up anything and just sign him. Yeah. Do we have John back or? Yeah, John's John's here. He's he's talking. Yeah, but he, we're not hearing him. He's going to probably have to re-log in, I think. Is that yeah. what's happening here? Yeah. He needs a I, yeah. What do you guys think about this scenario for the Texans, by the way? Say, hypothetically, they do make a trade with the Jets, and they're sitting there with the second overall pick. What yes. if they don't love Mulligata's client, Justin Fields? That's an issue. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Zach Wilson maybe is not their guy for whatever reason. What if they traded down and accumulated even more picks, right? Nick Casario has a six-year contract, so he right. could be here and oversee a long rebuild. So if he takes the second overall pick after he got probably at least two other ones from the Jets and or the Dolphins, let's say, in a Deshaun Watson trade, he could trade down from two or three, assuming it's one of those teams that had acquired Deshaun, and get even more picks, and then the Eagles could come up from six to three. To three. Like yeah. The Jets did with the Colts giving up three second-rounders in 2015 yeah. Yeah. or – 
go up from six to two even. So yep. there's so many scenarios that can unfold here. And yeah, not to I know we got John back, but also you got can't you can't forget about Carolina too. Yep. Maybe they jump up and jump ahead of the Eagles to pick a quarterback because they're they're obviously you know Bridgewater is a bridge, and I think they've they've gotten to the other side of that bridge and they're ready to move on. And and that's not forget about Atlanta. Right. Maybe Atlanta move. I mean, you could, Matt Ryan could get traded. Yeah. Possibly. I tell you, one scenario. As we now, this this might be the first time we've gone to the six box on the yeah. program here, right? I love yeah. it. Look now, at Barrett, this. Barrett, you did your hit on NBC Sports Philadelphia. What was the uh, what was the tone? Oh, the, the tone was I had to make sure that I ate my uh, just do that. Um, Howie Rose was able to pull off a trade in a in a in a non tradable QB market right now. He was able to execute that, so I got to give him his props on that. The third rounder we got skunked with, but hey, you know, the additional two, the second rounder, I really think it's going to be a one. So, I mean, he pulled it off. He made it happen. I, I mean, I can't say anything about it, man, but he, he was able to do it, man. But he will play 75% of the snaps. So he'll get that first rounder. Plus, he's going to fit in that system and he will become unbroke. He will play at a high level, and we're going to be hating and regretting to see Carson Wentz play at a high level with the best offensive line in the NFL going into next year. See, this is the perfect situation for Howie Barrett because if he sends him to Indy and he has success, people will say, see, Frank Reich was the reason he had success, therefore solidifying his decision to fire Doug. Doug, exactly. yeah. yes. Yes, this, this is all a big tangled web. This is like Howie in the spider's <laughs> web, that movie with the chick. Yeah, but here's here's the thing, Jason, and, and I'll be as blunt as possible. I don't care enough, not as a human being, I'm saying as a quarterback, I don't care enough about Carson Wentz to continue to go through hoops and loops and bend over backwards. You can find new quarterbacks. You can find, and if it's Jalen Hurts, which I don't think it is at the moment, or if it's somebody at number six or moving up, or even if I have to wait two, three, four, five years, there was a point in this where it just had to end. I it agree. had to end. Well, was, that's the thing, but just finding a quarterback eight times is not that easy because look how long it took easy. him from McNabb. I well, mean, yes, with Kevin Cobb and Mike Vick. And, well, yeah, they're idiots. Yeah. I, you know, if you're not an idiot, it doesn't take as long. But I, I just feel like, I don't know, I, I'll throw it out here to the gang with the six of us here, but I, I am at, I just, it felt like not even from me or fan or anything like that standpoint. It's just, this thing had to end. And maybe this isn't a situation where you keep a guy around for 10 years, constantly trying to fix every small little thing. And you look back and say, well, what the hell did we just do the last 10 years? Mm-hmm. Well, like well, well definitely had to end. I would agree with that. It had to end. The Eagles had to turn the page. They got to start planning. We just, you know, the NFL set the floor of the salary cap at 180 million today. It might go up a little bit from there, but at most it's going to be 185. So the Eagles have to start budgeting and 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 getting their house in order because they're about 45, 46 million over the cap. Yeah. That that Carson Wentz trade, that was the first first part of it now they got to move forward they got a lot of difficult decisions to make and yeah it was overdue it had to be done you know i think that nfl network report i think it was james palmer 
uh, about Denver not being interested in Denver thinking Drew Locke maybe was a better option than Carson Wentz. I mean, at some point, there's no interest. Mm-hmm. How he did his best to create this market, there's no market. There's no interest. By, by a self-inflicted wound. But it's, again, that's a self-inflicted wound of creating an untenable situation, knowing it couldn't move forward here. So why was anybody going to give up a ton when they had to do it? Right. Right. And that's it. They had to do it. They um, had to do it. You're right, Aton. They they I mean he pulled it off. I'm not gonna lie, he pulled it off. He created a market that wasn't there, and then he like force fed a trade in which he's ended up getting a first round pick. I, I hate to do it to myself because I did it to well, myself. It's not a first round pick yet. Well, it will be. No. He'll play over 75 percent of the time. I but stats. Again. <laughs> Here you go. But Barrett, the Colts bought three months. They bought three months. If Carson right. stinks up the joint, they'll just bench him and say, we're not giving up that first-round pick. If mm-hmm. he plays well, that's why I said before you They'll be happy on, to give it up. Yeah, well, and it's, it's yeah a, they're happy to what, give it up. 25th or 26th pick yeah. overall. Because yeah. so, then so, they're making the playoffs. Right, right, right. All right, so that's the, but see, I, I'm thinking in the aspect that you know I'm not thinking like Aton thinks that he's broke and he, he has no precedence that you know from this point going forward that he'll play any better than he what he's you know saw last year. I, I say I, I look at Carson. I say he's only got to improve. He has to improve because you can't get as worse as he played this last um, this last season. There's no way. Just by listening alone and running the offense the way it's supposed to be run, he has the intangibles to play a lot better than what he played last year. So I'm just thinking it's a foregone conclusion that he is going to do it because Carson doesn't want to play that bad. He doesn't want his legacy to go in that direction. So, I mean, he's going to play at a higher level. Just for the simple fact of he doesn't want to be looked at as the quarterback that was a bust, period, point blank. Well, here's the thing, though. No, and I think he's got to play. I think he's right. He's got to play at a higher level. Yeah, yeah, but no question. we can't spin this as a positive trade because there's a conditional pick two years from now. No. <laughs> this, the Eagles did the terrible, thing. Thing. terrible line, deal. Hey, guys, they traded five picks to get Carson Wentz. Five yep. picks. Yes. They gave him yep. a $128 million extension uh, 20 months ago. They just ate, Jeffrey Lurie just ate $33.8 million to get him out of the building. Yep. No, this is not a positive for the Philadelphia Eagles. They got as much as they could at the, at the end. That's it. So we, we have conversations every day about it, but we're in Philadelphia and and I'm curious, Jake, as far as just what hat, like what, type of emotion or response or conversation does Wentz even invoke right now? Because we're going to be biased moving forward and knowing that we had him here and that there was a history here and there's always going to be that bias that you have. But if it's just in a day-to-day, because Wentz has been such a popular topic of discussion this offseason, even back to the regular season when he got benched for Jalen Hurts. So I, I don't know how people view outside of Indianapolis now, hey, that's our new quarterback, and I'm sure they're excited, or Philadelphia, which is mixed probably at best. I I have no idea. Outside of people like John who cover this game and have access to this game and give us a clearer perception, at least, of of the game, I don't know how the average person who's talking about the NFL even views Carson Wentz. And and I I say that with true sense of ignorance, 
not trying to lead or anything down any type of specific avenue. Yeah, Eitan, I, I think his legacy and, and what he's accomplished is among the more complicated things we've seen in sports over the last 20-something years. I mean, here's a guy that was a top pick. He was the MVP of the league before he got hurt in 2017. I mean, you guys have talked about this all the time on your show and locally. And without him, they don't get the one seed going into the playoff run. Of course, Foles comes in. We know the rest of the story. But after that, you know, he – he came back in 2018. He wasn't great. He got hurt. Foles then gets him into the playoffs. And I thought last year, 2019, I thought he played well given the fact he was throwing to, you know, converted quarterbacks at wide receiver. They had all these injuries and he played a full 16 games. But of course, he gets hurt in right. the playoff game after the clowny hit against the Seahawks. So, you know, coming into this year, you can make the case that this was the first, you know, just truly horrible year. And then you have the issues. Uh, with Doug Peterson and if him fighting with the front office. So it's such a complicated uh, legacy for Wentz because, you know, you guys as, as Eagles people, you don't have a Super Bowl if he doesn't play as well as he did in 2017, getting you guys to go home field throughout the playoffs. But you know, here he is a couple of years later being traded. So it, it's such a complicated uh, legacy. I wonder if like over time, maybe appreciation will build up for the guy, you know, as long as further along as we go away from, you know, that, you know, magical fairy tale Super Bowl season. But I think he has a chance to to have a, a decent year in Indy. They have all the ingredients totally of great. a successful team. So it wouldn't shock me if he plays well. I think as you guys have talked about, and Jason, you nailed it, it was an untenable situation. They had to cut bait. They had to move on. Yes, it's self-inflicted, but, you know, what can you do? You can't fire the owner, and they're not going to fire Roseman. So I yeah. think they did what they could with a, a pretty – Bad market, all things considered. John, I think we can fire the owner. John, in, in <laughs> we your can, view. Let's get people together and fire the owner. Let's go. <laughs> John, in your view, how did it become so untenable? What was the main ingredient to that? Carson himself or, or... D, all the above. No, I well, I, I do think Carson, you know, has culpability in this. I do, I do think his mechanics kind of uh slipped. Uh, to a pretty significant degree, we've, we've talked about for a long time this shift from John Filippo, the press tailor, uh, more of a hard-nosed positional coach to a, a peer, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, and I do think Carson needs to, to realize whether it's this offseason, whether it's going to be virtual or not, he's got to start rebuilding those mechanics. So from that standpoint, in, in a performance setting, he's got to take on some of this criticism. From a from a coaching offensive standpoint, look, he was upset that he got benched, and that's understandable. Uh, I mean, everybody's competitive. Nobody wants to be benched. You certainly don't want to be benched after you were given that contract extension, essentially said, you're you're my guy. And he took that really hard, and and I thought that that people kind of tied that to Doug Peterson, but it was much more than that. It mm. was about the organization and Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman going along with that benching. He he just wanted out of here mm. at, at the end. Bottom line, yeah. Well, when you get cooked and you're cooked, you just gotta go. Help me understand this though. Like Jason's right where if you just boil this down to the atoms of it, it's a guy was cooked. He has to go. They have to get something back in return. Cut your loss. I don't know what happened to Barrett, but hopefully we'll get him back up here. 
but look at what's happened over the last, I don't know, year and a half. I mean, you had a quarterback who took people that nobody, people in Houston didn't know who Greg Ward was. Jake Asman can attest to that. Before <laughs> he helps take these guys to the playoffs. Well, that's and on them they, in Houston. Well, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Mr. College yeah. football. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. Ford was a star. He was a stud well, quarterback for the Cougars. Yeah, the Cougar fans look, knew who he was. I can't sit here and say I watched a lot of UH football, though, Aton. That's the thing. They don't watch Love enough the in their own city of UH. Right? So, yes. yeah, then you draft Jalen Hurts. You have all this stuff going back and forth with Hertz. You have that bizarre week where Doug Peterson is going out of his way to say how much we'll see Hertz. And then this report comes out the night, the night of that Seahawks game in which we don't see him more than two plays. And, and then we have the benching. And then Carson apparently is so upset about the benching, yet the team moves on from the coach who benched him. And then now they move on from the guy who we're told is the reason why the coach, they moved on from him, which is, again, a long list of people who they moved on from because of the quarterback. And then when it's all said and done, they move on from that very same quarterback who not only did they bend over backwards recently with, as all the personnel stuff, John, but also <clears throat> invested so much capital in from day one. Right. This doesn't make any sense to me. And yet the guy that did all that moving or most of that moving is the guy they need to move on from. Yeah. Sam Hickey, Harry, yeah. is looking at this like, that's some pretty big job security right there. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right, Aton. All of that adds up to one thing. It's called organizational malfeasance yeah. and dysfunction. And that's, as with Howie around, that's what you get. And look, let's not act like Howie didn't have a piece of this either. Drafting J.J. Ortega-Whiteside over D.K. Metcalf and then having the balls to cite injury when he drafted Sidney Jones in the second round and sat on him for a year. And then also couple that with dressing Jalen Rieger, who they threw their head coach under the bus and said that he was the one that wanted him. I, I don't think Doug Peterson was out scouting TCU games yeah. the season before. So don't give me that. And you didn't take Justin Jefferson, who just set an NFL record for receiving yards for a rookie. So, Howie, there's egg all over your face. And you're what the disappointment. What does Doug Peterson think about this deal? What was his reaction? I think he's his laughing. His oh, yeah, oh gosh. He's laughing. Yeah. Yep. Hey, I, just, I, 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 no problem. I have no problem with people criticizing Howie Roseman for a number of those reasons. I I do think Jeffrey Lurie's getting a pass. Uh, I mean, Jeffrey Lurie, it, it's his organization. Obviously, you know, you can't fire the owner anyway, so part it's baked in part of that pass. But, Wouldn't it be great if you uh, could? I, yeah. I will <laughs> say, you know, remember, the Eagles were going to keep uh, Doug Peterson uh, until uh, Jeffrey didn't like his plans, his coaching staff, <laughs> what he wanted to do moving forward. He changed his mind. Put the right. Eagles behind the eight ball. They were behind in, in the coaching hiring cycle. Then you talk about this organization. Look, they wanted Carson Wentz back. The original plan was let's start this reclamation project. I don't want to eat $34 million. Mm -hmm. Then they changed their mind on that because Carson, uh, you know, it's there were loggerheads there. So mm -hmm. uh, I think before you get to Howie Roseman, 
you you got to give a lot of this criticism for dysfunction starts right at the top, right at the chief top. enabler in charge. Yeah, right no there. doubt about it. Yeah, yep. Mister Emotional Jets Intelligence. Right now, yeah. the Jets they don't have this level of dysfunction anymore. It seems once they got rid of Adam Gase, maybe that's just part of the whole makeover. But it it seems like right. Wouldn't you rather be the Jets right now? Well, yeah, they got the number two pick. <laughs> yeah. got the and, pick. and finally, New England is, you know, is looking like a mortal football team in that division. Yeah. Cat space as well. I mean, yeah. you know, once the Jets made some cuts, they could have, I think they could leapfrog. I think India has the third most cap space right now in the league. And that will obviously go down as they absorb the Wentz contract. But they'll be they'll be second right behind Jacksonville as far as cap space once they make a couple cuts. They have nine picks in the top three rounds over the next two drafts, four four ones over the next two years. So, you know, obviously you got to hit on the picks, but, you know, Eagles fans like Joe Douglas, that's how he got a GM job in the first place. So um, he had a good first draft. So the Jeff fan is hopeful that mm -hmm. Douglas hits on the picks like he did last last offseason with Mekhi Becton, Denzel Mims, and Ashton Davis. And then the key thing is, can Robert Sala be, you know, a competent coach? I guarantee you guys – he will be a significant upgrade over Adam Gase, yeah, but the right. bar is set pretty low as far as Jet head coaches. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah I'm very like, confident he's going to be better than Adam Gase. I, I think yeah. that's, that's that's an easy bet right there. Well, yeah. the Eagles like the Eagles like being you know trendsetters, and they have now reset the bar for dead money. And I don't know if anybody's ever going to beat this record. No, they slammed it. Jesus, <laughs> it's amazing. It was twenty two point <laughs> two million, and now it's thirty three point eight. That is incredible, destroying a precedent. That's not just typically you go up a, a couple hundred thousand dollars. That's how badly they bungled this situation. And had to move on from Carson Wentz. I mean that that sums it up more than anything else. That Monday wow. raise it thirty three percent. Well, let, let me ask you though, what how much of that? And, and you've explained this earlier. How much of that? It, it was all going to be allocated anyway, right? So, how much of well, yeah, that? Yeah, they already is, spent that money. But nonetheless, right. you don't want to be the guy. You don't want to look at your peers at the NFL meeting and say, "I'm the guy who blew this up." Not Daniel Snyder, not Jerry Jones. I'm the guy. Remember, it, it went from uh, 21 million for Brandon Cooks to 21.8 million for Antonio Brown. Antonio 22 Brown. 22.2 million to Jared Goff. Now it's 22.2 to 33.8. That is not going to go over well at right. you know Billionaires Row on Palm Beach Island. You know why it doesn't go over well? Is because now owners are going, see what you did? Now you set a precedent. Yeah. Anybody that wants yep. to leave and they have that kind of money left on the dead cat, they're going to cite, well, the Eagles did it with Wentz. Right. You see so, what you did here? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I could, I could hear Harry saying that. Yeah. How you did here? This, sorry. Go ahead. How much of this is an active precedent? Meaning, if you didn't have Jalen Hurts and you just had the sixth pick, they could bring Wentz back. They could call Wentz's bluff and say, we'll bring you back. We'll draft whoever. I don't care if it's Mac Jones. Whoever you draft is now a rookie quarterback behind a veteran quarterback. You don't have that dynamic of Jalen Hurts. And you essentially have last year, this year, where it's like, hey, you want it out. 
You can play for your future. You can come here. You can make it work. And if you don't want to play at all, then we have a rookie we can go to. Mm -hmm. You now have multiple layers of dysfunction that you have to sift through where it almost made the Eagles or virtually made the Eagles locked in a position where they had to trade. Like they could not have brought Wentz back and passed up on a quarterback at six and still kept Hurts. That would be even worse in the owner's meeting than looking up and saying, I blew 30 plus million on a player. It's a good point. A guy tweeted me and goes, how he drafts Jalen Hurts because he's concerned Wentz can't stay healthy. Then Not he trades role, Wentz in part for a pick that is determined if by Wentz his stays healthy. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> what a gong show, Harry. Right, right. Well, oh, I know you got to roll, but real quick, is there any truth to the uh, report that Wentz kept trying to push that Conor McGregor whiskey on Howie Roseman at a team function. <laughs> he was all over him, yelling, you got to try this, Howie. You got to try this, was, buckle. That was the moment when Roseman knew it was time to move on and drafted Hurts a month later. Any I think the, the moment, moment, like I said, was the realization that uh, people in this league thought Drew Locke, or at least some people thought Drew Locke was a better quarterback than Carson Lentz. I think at that point, Howie said, oh, I got to bail out of this. I got to bail out of this and get what I can get. All right. We appreciate it. Thanks, John. Speaking of bailing out, Jake, we yeah. – I'm worried – thanks, John. I'm worried about your your power. His phone, man. yeah. Yeah, are you okay? Yeah, I'm actually – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step out and go right back to the car and uh, charge up a little bit. <laughs> and I'll be listening to your guys' program uh, on YouTube. That's how I'll have to do it today. Well, you can so. always jump back in. The link is live that I sent you. So if you get bored, <laughs> just pop back in, all right? Don't waste your power on this, Jake. <laughs> Listen, I, I listen every day. It's an honor to be on the program, though, with, you know, Aton. You never know what background Aton's going to have. So I like the video element. Sometimes he's on the beach. Yep. Sometimes, I don't know, he's got just the Shandler Sometimes he has background. a grand piano over his shoulder. Yeah. Love the piano. Big time yeah. piano player, that Aton Shander. You never know. <laughs> I might be the, the piano. Yeah. There it is. I All thought right, that buddy. was the living room, and I was like, wow, Aton, man. Making that, making that big, the, the, you know, the, the big bucks over here, and then I learned I thought, it was a green screen. I thought he was in Barrett's house there with the NFL, that NFL sheet, all that money you get. What NFL look sheet? At, yeah, no, Barrett, look, look, Barrett claims that's not true. No, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he didn't sign one of those tickets. Yeah. No, yeah. no, not at all, not no. at all. All right, Jake. We all right, Jake. You guys are the best. Thanks for having me. And uh, hopefully next time we talk, it will be a lot warmer in my apartment. Yeah, I'm there hoping for that too, man. Good luck down there, man. Thanks for the hopefully you'll be in studio. Well, that's the thing, right? Yeah. They, they don't even have anything up and running. Yeah. Right there. Oh, my God. This now, what, what was this about the Conor McGregor whiskey? Was that a tweet you got or a? Yeah, I just I put it out. Just oh, totally, okay. Just okay. to be an ass. You know, Apparently, it's an epic day when I have not run to take a leak yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I went. I went yeah. once. That's how he knew. Right there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you uh, went. I missed yeah. that, Harry. Yeah, I ducked out. No, I tweeted out, oh, apparently wow. Wentz kept trying to push that Conor McGregor whiskey on Roseman one night at a team function. Was mm. hanging all over him yelling, you got to try this, Howie. That was the moment when Roseman knew it was time to move on. Drafted Hurts a month later. Wow. Wow. I could use one of those belts right now. Yeah. Proper 12 is, I think is what it's yeah. called. Yeah. I love it. Craig. Proper 11. Harry. Wait, yeah. For real. Because 
<laughs> I don't know why, but that I see a commercial for that whiskey and I'm thinking like you're only buying it because Conor McGregor is selling it. Right. Like that's the only reason why you're buying that. I never heard of it. I mean, Some, it's a, it's a well, good job by that company. I mean, I don't know. Is he invested in the company? It's his, I think. It's Is it his? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, that's well, good on him then. Hey, it's a new brand. I never heard of it before. I'm, I, I I know what it's called by virtue right. of his commercial spot. I knew it was what? Proper 12, right? Yes. Yeah, but you'll never drink it. None well, of, I none mean, of. I, I would drink it if somebody offered it to me. Really? Yeah. Mm. It's probably like Tullamore Dew and old Bushmills and all that other Irish whiskey stuff. (laughs) Tullamore Dew, man. It's Golden Dummer's big Tullamore Dew, Fed. Not walk me out in the morning Dew. No. Favorites are from Europe 72. (laughs) Exactly. Jerry's like golden that. Exactly. Is that like the the Lee Iacocca whiskey? Lee Iacocca. Yeah. He's the guy from Chrysler. Yeah. yeah, He started Chrysler. From the office? No, not from that. office. I would prefer you stick to King of Queens. I'm okay with King of Queens. In the office. office. over the line. Yeah. The office is too stupid sometimes. Well, all right. Hold on. I've never watched an episode of The Office. Yet you're quoting the worst lines, the most forgettable <laughs> lines of Dumb and Dumber. I actually there's no, okay. there's no. That's a fair point. Lines. You know, uh, that's a fair point, Mike. Paula makes a good point. <laughs> here you go. All right, I'll give you, I'll give you this here, right oh, here. This is Lee Iacocca. This was a gift from Lee Iacocca, twenty-year-old single malt scotch. Here mm. is to Mr. Iacocca and his failed experiment, the DeLorean. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. You have any ice? <coughs> How about some Splenda? You have it. He's going to put ice in 20 year single yeah. malt whiskey. Yeah. Are you crazy? Splenda. <laughs> Splenda. <laughs> I mean, Wentz gets traded and you're playing office clips. Right. I'm out. He'd be freaking oh, right he now. Would, he would be going crazy. He'd be flying down the hall. He oh, might replace you. Like yeah. right on the spot, just pull That's you right true. out of the studio. He'd be Nordic tracking his way down to the studio. Who can we get on? <laughs> right. He'd be calling up somebody in Indianapolis right yeah. now. Yeah. He's I a mean, guy that never had to say a word either. You just look in the other studio and he'd be there. Yeah, I, I know. Here's it. He'd put well, his arms like through the desk. The best part is is where I would sit, like he would always try to to stay behind the wall. Where he'd come into the producer's thing so I couldn't see him. But then I'd see Andrew looking that way. And I knew Andrew was talking to him. So so then I'd get on, I'd get on the intercom. I go, Matt's in there, right? (laughs) And it would blow the whole thing up. Oh, jeez. I told you not to look at me, Andrew. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at Harry and I'm just talking. Yeah, yeah. Harry be sitting in his chair in the studio like this. Yep. With my glasses. At the top with the glasses. Yeah, he always had the lean. Yeah, the lean on the phone. Not the gangster lean. No, not the gangster. <laughs> you know, not the gangster lean. <laughs> no. He did have a gangster lean. <laughs> That's it. He had uh, his hand on the phone, and Bruno would be like, "Let's go to the phone." You know, I'd be like, "There's nobody on the line. There's no calls." No, there's no, right. Let's go back to the phone, Harry. <laughs> you never left. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Let's so, go to the phone. I'd be like, 
Well, and then there'd be some days like where I knew he, like there was nothing to talk about and yeah. he had nothing, right? Show sheet six so, minutes in. So he'd be like, more still ahead. And I'd go, what? Exactly. <laughs> still ahead. <laughs> like I would actually just stop his little transition and say, all right, can you tell me what's still ahead? Because I don't know. I don't see anything on here. You've already read the show sheet. We yeah, got, we got the deal to the week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's great. Oh, my God. That was so great. A, Speaking of nice. dysfunction. Yeah. Yes. That place was as dysfunctional. That was four hours of dysfunction live. Yeah, that was insanity right there. The lie, you know, the odds haven't moved much for the Colts, just so you know. Oh, Vegas is catching up right now. It's so they've already readjusted? Yeah, but it, it hasn't from 25 to 1 to 22 to 1. Wow. It's not a big jump at all. Jeez. The only nobody knows what he's going to be. Nobody knows what he's going to be out there. Just but yet. that's from no starting quarterback to Carson Wentz. It Correct. went from 25 to 22. Correct. Think about that. Do the Eagle yeah. number move at all? Uh, the Eagle. Are they 60 to 1 or something? I thought they were 40. Six to one. They're 6 Six. to 1? 66. 66, yeah. 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 Colts actually moved from plus 130 to plus 105 to win the AFC South. Hmm. That's only at one spot. DraftKings has them from 25 to 1 now to 22 to 1. That's to win the Super Bowl. Man, I it's you're right, Harry. Like that's pretty wow. surprising. You would think that. But think yeah. about it. Like that, I, I get what you're saying, Jason, which is nobody knows what he is, but that little of a dip it is a deterrent for me. Like if the books are so cautious that they don't even want to entice me and try and fool me. You know, give me an 18 or a 17 to one, you know, jump a couple of hundred spots on here and, and have me bite into something. But if they're cautious, then I need to be overly cautious. So the fact that they drop only, I, I'm st I would stay away from that. I wouldn't even put a flyer on it. Hmm. And and the odds to win the division <laughs> and the odds to win the division don't impress me either because you got two teams out of the four that are starting over. Yeah. Correct. So it's really just them and Tennessee. Yeah. Correct. Right. What a weird situation. Yeah. Yes. Because you can't count exactly. It's them and Tennessee. Jags are out of the picture. Can you right. play the Revenant music, Aton? Oh, Bring that yeah. up on YouTube. Dun. You got to put. You got to bring oh. that up. Is uh, that it? Somebody's in mourning today. Yeah. You say goodbye. You know, it's not a good day. Yo, Mosh. Take yeah, it but, easy. Yeah, but now, see, did, did he not sort of transition away from Carson in the last month and a half, two months? I don't think so. You I don't, don't think, think he, so? I can't quit him, Harry. Since, <laughs> since, the, since it's the not easy to just quit the Revenant. <laughs> well, I mean, can't you just kind of. <laughs> Set I yourself thought he was a up. cobra. Yeah, he's not a cobra. Well, I was on that broadcast when that first came cobra? out. Yes, oh, that shit. that was that photo. The photo that came out of Carson paddleboarding, like he was there with all these re the receivers, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And what wasn't Bradford in that picture with the sleeves? Didn't he have sleeves on? Yeah, he had like a uh, uh, one of those like a long sleeve UV shirt, sixty shirt on. Right, and then Car and Carson standing there, he's a cobra. Look at the chest is out. <laughs> He just looks like a franchise could be. <laughs> he was like, oh. "Yeah, he's a cobra, Bob." Well, now, now give me the, I need the revenant. 
you uh you can bring up an office clip at the like the drop of a dime. <laughs> yeah, well, for a revenant, I, I wanted the revenant. I need some <laughs> King of Queens before we leave, too. <laughs> yeah. Actually. Yeah. Well, Barrett's hit is done at 1245. He's, he's not coming back. Well, here's the thing, though. It's, it's not like it's it's a throwaway day. We had some pretty big news here. I think people would want to hear from Barrett. Well, they he, already did. There's okay. some movie on Netflix with uh, Kevin James, and he took the tube off, and he's a bald guy. Really? What movie? Yes. It's a new movie? I don't know if it's a new movie or not. I'll have to bring it up on my Netflix, but it keeps showing up in my I might be out, by the way. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, it was obvious the dude wore a hairpiece, right? You yeah. Know that. yeah. Well, yeah, you could see it on the show. Yeah. But a lot of that, the, like a lot of these sitcoms, they'll have these hair helmets anyway. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that thing had a chin strap on it. Did not. Wow. The recent ones. The yeah. recent ones. All right. Do you have, let's, all right. So we'll tomorrow. You have the Revenant. Yeah. I'll, I'll pull it up for you in a sec. Jeez. While I, I'm working on a tweet what here. Yeah, he's putting that. out a tweet as we yeah. as we oh, speak. Geez. Yeah, well, I see. You can complain that not enough people saw it, right? right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's exactly it's why he does it. It's amazing. Yeah. It's the called ratio. the crew. Thank you, uh, William Yeager. What's uh, that? It's called the crew. the crew. The movie that's on Netflix. All right. So I'll bring up, you bring up the Revenant. I'll bring up a picture of the Revenant. Now, what, what do I do? Just type the Revenant soundtrack. Yeah, the Revenant uh, theme. Main theme mm -hmm. by Ryuchi <laughs> Sakamoto. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, give me a sec. Why don't you say something while I do it? At least I talk through when I have to send myself these clips with the office. Did anybody see this up. movie? The Revenant? Oh, yeah, of the three nope. of us, because I haven't seen it. I have not watched it. I thought wasn't you it, did. Wasn't it Leo DiCaprio in that movie? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, fought the bear. Yeah, I did not see the movie. No. Yeah, I didn't see it either. All right. It's, I didn't it's see so it. long. It, it's, it's such a commitment. Oh, is it like a three hour uh, epic? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's too way much. too much. I got to be honest, the, the constant playing of the theme song with Carson and the association killed it for me. Like, I didn't yeah. want to watch it. it, it Harry. Feel that out? Yeah. It All killed right, let me, it. Let me, uh, let me bring it up. And let me see if you still feel that way. Well, right. Maybe maybe I, I'd be into, into watching it now. Why? Because Wentz is gone? Because he's gone. Uh, uh, do it. Oh. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Come on, Tunis. Can you just picture him with the snow and a bear? He's perfect for him. We're going to go through 78 songs and figure out the right song for him. And then we're going to do Embiid. Remember, I had the Dario song, too, right? <laughs> what was the Dario? It was like you were at a club, like you were at a European dance club. Oh, it was all Euro now. It was like East Scarface. One yellow. <laughs> It was all euroed out. That's yeah. right. <laughs> all right. Get this out of here. Euro rage. Get this out of here. The revenant. What are you doing? Oh, now Ertz is trending here. Yeah. Ertz. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ertz. He, he just marched. He just marched into Howie's office and said, "Get me the hell out of here." Do you have my ticket for Indy? Right. <laughs> is he flying private? Because I got my luggage packed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's wow. the thing. 
How long? I just how long until he gets traded? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, before the league year. He won't get traded. You you don't think it happens today, tonight, or nobody's going to trade for him. Why would you trade for him? They know they can just cut him, and you wouldn't give up anything to get him. Yeah, that's true. Oh, wow. That's, I see the picture of Kevin James bald. Wow. Is that weird looking hair? I never saw that. But I never saw the him bald crew? before. Yeah. I'm not watching this. I just crap. texted it to you. Nick Chander. The see crew. This? Life in the garage goes off track for a NASCAR crew chief and his racing team when a new boss shake things. Now, who's the new boss shaking things up? Kevin James? What uh, network is this on? Where it's is on this? Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. 91 Sixers just said, waiting patiently now for the Kelsey retirement announcement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be like, coming. why am I coming back to that? Yeah, that, that, that has to be coming. Yeah. Well, anybody who's old right now, you would not want to be here. Right. right? Yeah, well, why would you want to go through a rebuild after you won a title? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than, other than money. Right. And, and even still, right, from that point, Jason, if, if you see guys on the inside getting out, from coach to player, why would you want to come here at all? If you're a free agent, this is one of the last places you could be convinced to go to New York or Jacksonville over here. At least there's money to be had. And you never know. you're right. They don't even have money because they got 34 million tied up in Carson's dead hit. Right. Right. And they're, and they're still 46 million over the cap. Now, apparently, Jeff Bruder says Jaws is giving Howie credit on the radio right now. Well, for getting the deal done. That's that's not that's not true. Uh, no, I, just, I don't. I don't know. No, I mean he probably is saying. I'm not saying Bruder is. I, I just oh. mean, like there. There is just no way that we can give Howie Roseman credit for anything. Like Howie, Ro- th- this is worse. You know what this is? We always give this analogy a lot about throwing interceptions and yeah. then throwing touchdowns. And then coming back and making a comeback yeah. late in the game. Yeah. This is like this is like going 87 yards, three interceptions, and throwing your one touchdown in the fourth quarter and expecting people in the press conference after the game to ask you about what went right mm-hmm. with that one touchdown. Like when you're about 27. Yeah, right, right. You lost, you know, you lost by 28 points. You only had 87 yards. You threw three interceptions. But what happened with that touchdown, man? Right. Yeah. You it's finished on a great note. He's living in. Yeah. Don't worry about it, man. Enjoy the win. Yeah. Enjoy the win. I, I don't get it. Oh, man. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, we haven't played any commercials today. John Shelton reminds us. What is going on, Aton? Uh, I mean, you know, I'm trying to do things here. All right? Yeah, you took the under on me and taking a leak today. You Look, we had six. We had a six box. Well, right. I, know, I felt like I was in the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah, with Alice in the yeah, middle. Yeah, where's Alice? Yeah. <laughs> Alice. Who was Alice? Asman? Yeah, he was. Poor Alice's restaurant he, he was happy as, as, as a clam to be on the show. Yeah, he was. Well, that's why I figured he's a junkie for it. Like he is. Anybody who knows Schwartzman, it's the yeah. same thing. Like, well, I'm off today, so I'll I'll gladly work. Right. <laughs> I bet you Jake misses working. He hasn't worked at right. all. Yeah, totally the opposite of me. Yeah, exactly. We right? couldn't get you back. Or Barrett for <laughs> whatever reason. It was just bolted on the day in which Carson Wentz gets traded. Right. Now, Schwar- Schwartzman would be eating Swedish meatballs with Baxter, the dog, watching some rerun of some show. Be, <laughs> right. 
<laughs> my buddy Baxter. Now, are you serious? It was because Fred. I don't think Fred Baxter appreciated that nugget. That you I don't think about. so either. No, I think Fred is like, who the hell is this guy naming his damn dog after me? It's kind Jets of why fan. I brought it up. I figured that that segment needed a little juice. Yeah, but that was like in the beginning of the segment. <laughs> well, I, I sensed what was about to happen. Yes. All right. Well, before we get out of here, we'll talk plenty about Carson Wentz tomorrow. We'll have to bring somebody on now about Wentz, right? We have to bring people on and all this stuff. Do you have any non? Can you leave us with a hockey player too? Because Jeff Parles yesterday skunked us to high heaven. Mm. Uh, I'll look here. He said the Blackhawks, though. He hit one. He won two who, nothing. Who Ventus? Yeah. First who, yeah. out like all over themselves. Yeah, he who Ventus lost? Yeah. yeah, they lost. Wow. Yeah. That is an upset. Well, Carl yeah. should be all over it then. Wow. Right. I expect more from Jeff. The guy's calling us from Vegas. All right. Of all places. Book it sports. All right. This is where we are every day. Now, before we let you hear from spots, and we'll end with a couple of spots here. Do you have any picks? Do you have any non-skunk picks? Yeah, I like the Islanders over Pittsburgh tonight. Ooh. Pittsburgh's minus 120. The are flat 100. Um, so I like the Isles tonight. Um, I like oh, – I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I, I like Columbus a lot. Like Columbus. Enough to yeah. play. Yes, over Na- – Nashville is a mess, dude. Is that a parlay? Yeah, hey, you like could parlay Atlanta. Islanders Preds tonight if you wanted and throw St. Louis into the mix Oh, as now well. we got a round robin. <laughs> Wait, yep. you say Preds, but I thought you just took Columbus. Over the Preds. Over oh, the Preds. Over he the said Preds. the Preds yeah, are yeah, a I, mess. Yeah, yeah the Preds are a mess. Got it, got it. I like St. Louis tonight and a bounce back. Chief was not happy the other day after the Arizona game, and they played Arizona seven of their last nine games, but they're finally playing Saint or San Jose tonight. So Does I like it bother them. you that San Jose is only one sixty, where the Blues no. are two thirteen. No, I, I have I, I have St. Louis at minus one eighty five. Hmm. Where? That's the consensus. Boxbet has them at two sixteen. I wonder wow. if San Jose That's- is lower than. Do you have what do you have? San Jose plus one sixty five. Yeah, that's crazy. That Fox, but is that is that off? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, I like you, Washington tonight. So I mean, if you want to, you want to throw like a a, a light play parlay out there just to, for a huge cash hit. Five. Go Islanders, Boston, Columbus, Blues, and uh, grab Washington. Wow, that's the whole board. No, nah, there's more on the board. Toronto, Ottawa. You didn't give us. No, I don't want to touch that. In Arizona, That's LA. And did you give us Anaheim, Minnesota? No. All right, so those three games that you didn't touch. Yeah, St. Yeah. Louis, Washington, New York, I, New York, R. Yeah, Rangers. I didn't say New York, R. Yeah, I say New York, R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm playing did. the Rangers. I I'm did. Sorry. Yeah. Harry and I are playing the Rangers. I'm yeah. also playing the Rangers. In I the think that might be a mistake, by the way. <laughs> like when you told me not to yeah. take that one first period bet and I didn't take it and yeah. then I got skunked right, right. up the ass. But it's not I about you to take a period bet. It's not about the COVID layoff. It's about the guys who are not in the lineup. Sharu and Voracek and four other guys. Yeah, they're also without Panarin and Truba. Panera bread. And Panarin. They... The bread man's not playing? Yeah, the bread man's not playing. Oh, then I'm Wait out. Is that not to be confused with the cheese man. No. The bread totally man. different. Okay. Totally bread. different. Totally different. Okay. The bread man always delivers. 
A lot of cheese man delivers. Play action real said the Yotes and Kings tonight. Who you got? Um, mm. If I was playing the game, I would lean Kings tonight. Mm, they stink. So do mm. so do the Yotes. No, Yotes might have to push. Yotes. Wow, there's not a, a lot of money on Ohio State and a lot of money on Houston tonight. Mm. Might need to push both Penn State and Wichita up a couple of points. Wichita Houston's a decent game. Yeah, man, it's yeah. 67%. It's not a ton of bets in the market, 1,100 or so. But two-thirds of the money Houston's playing? is on Houston. Yeah, they're, they're – I think it's at Wichita State. Yeah, it's though, at right? Wichita, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Kevin Bloomfield looking for golf picks. I do two podcasts a week. Come on. On golf picks. I don't have time to do that on this show. This is a, this is a non-golf show. Right, right Aton? Yeah, it's fine with me. Which is not that far away, Harry. What? The Masters? Masters? State and Penn State. You want to know how far it is? I got it right here. You, you do? Of course. Wow. 48 days, 18 and a half hours. Wow, there I you go. Hour difference. Wow. Yeah, right. first, what, T-Off's at 7.30, Harry? I think so, yeah. yeah. Good morning. Yeah. Be there. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to push Wichita State up to 11. Oh, Formula One. Yeah. Get out of here. Look at this. All right, we're back tomorrow. I'd rather watch King of Queens. That's fine. We might, we might infuse some King of Queens. Good. Make sure you follow us and head out to your app marketplace of choice. Download the Book It Sports app. We'll tell you all about that here coming up. And remember, we're back tomorrow, 11 o'clock in the morning on the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio are you looking for a place to track your action purchase picks and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community check out book it sports a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community on the book it sports app you can track all your nfl nba and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It.